0: lights camera action welcome back everyone to the movie boys podcast this is the movie boys sequel this is kind of the empire strikes back of movie boys in that it's going to retroactively become the fifth episode after we make three prequels uh i'm ezra shorts uh i am one of the 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 canadian yeah and i am joined by uh two of my esteemed colleagues not just one too uh joey do you want to introduce yourself
1: all right. Well, first, I want to congratulate Ezra, who leads all K'mfuffle guests in total vaccines for um, the COVID e- epidemic, pandemic, um, pandemic received with one. Um, Thank you. And the other esteemed guest, Orin Hirschander, who leads all K'mfuffle listeners in personal compliments to me after he listens to every episode, which is how we got on the show, if oh. we're being perfectly honest. It's, it's been a long kind of him unsolicitedly complimenting me for the past. um, What's like 14 years? So I mean it, it was effective. <laughs> uh, Oren, welcome. Ezra, thank, thank you for you. that lovely introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
0: Orin, thanks for joining us. You're our first guest ever on the Movie Boys <laughs> podcast. Uh, I think you might be our biggest fan. Um, although my brother seemed to really enjoy it. So shout out to my brother if he's listening.
1: Shout Schwartz, out to all Schwar- like your content.
0: Shout out to all Schwartzes who are listening. Shout out to all Ezra's who are listening. That's you, Ezra Melman. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. I see. You want to add or, um,
2: yeah, I mean, uh, I hope everybody actually, so one of the movies that I had just watched, uh, takes, there's a scene in Rome. And last time I was in Rome, I pretended to be Canadian Lisa Simpson style. So Ezra Schwartz as a Canadian, I don't, I don't wear what I don't, I don't know what that is about, but I'm happy about it.
0: And last there's another time, Ezra Schwartz who's my age who, the one who is from died. Canada. No, not the one who died. Um, he is younger than me and um, but people confuse me with the other Ezra Schwartz and with the dead Ezra Schwartz, it happens and the rabbi, and the rabbi, and the rabbi
1: Ezra Schwartz you have an illustrious company, you're a hard man to google um, last time sure, I I am in room, last time I was in Rome I almost saw Daniel Wesley and Mark Leib and Jesse Schloss a few confuffle members, but we're not confuffle we're movie boys, don't we're be fooled boys. by the feet
2: I saw Jude Eisenman at an airport in Frankfurt
1: alright, now we're getting somewhere <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I think all three of us have been movie boys. Joey, you and I have been movie boys together, but, but I, I have only watched 115 movies this year. So I, I, am, oh my God. I am very much behind but, Joey.
1: No, it's but still, Lifetime, you're like 400 movies ahead of me still. Like I'm-
0: yeah, I mean, you're just binging through all the movies that like I watched throughout college and in my childhood. And some of them like within the past year.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that's like, that. the ones we've both watched in the past years what creates the extended movie boys universe.
0: True, we do
1: know how an extended I, I movie boys universe. I saw
2: that The Natural is on your list, which not only is one of my dad's favorite movie movies, but I actually own a New York Knights hat. That is. A thing
1: we don't of- get that reference because we haven't seen it, as you know, because it's on our watch list. <laughs> True. I
2: um, the best. I mean, Bull Durham is on. If you already watched.
1: We we watched Bull Durham instead of The Natural. That's when we had a Stars free trial. But anyway, we watched um 55 movies Ezra and I together in part of his 115, part of my 300, um in the year 2021. Um. And we know that's hard to keep these in tra- and hard to keep track of these. Um, so in order just to, to like refresh you, we have it as a song. Oh, new song! New episode, new song.
2: Big fan of the first song. Is it also Billy Joel or is it Elton John? Who Hannah has dif- my my partner Hannah has difficulty telling the difference between your fiance. Fiance.
1: Fiance. Good chops, good job to you for being engaged. Um, this is the yeah, song, well and this is to what is the tune for. Um, I guess there's an Easter egg, as you want to say, the Easter egg, which is a feature, not a bug of the song.
0: Oh, that there is a song in there that appears twice. Let's see if you can figure it out.
1: A movie oh. that, that, that appears movie. twice.
3: One night in Miami, the Hudsucker, Foxy True, Romance Mars attacks all the presidents, men, Donnie Brasco, dead men walking and kicking and screaming, No Man's Land, which and the, the Sundance Kid, Judas and the Black Messiah, Gary Glenn Ross, these and confused, eraser and rebel without a cause, escape from New York, I heart huckabees, a sentence before sunset and chasing Amy. Sophie's Choice, Bottle Rocket, all the president's men Basic Instinct that's born killers, an adaptation was Eating Gilbert, Grape. man on earth, first blood Kings of New York, Con Air, wag the dog Chinatown, Frank Bernie the Great, Dictator, Robocop This is Spinal Tap, obvious child and the hours Radio Days, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, American Graffiti, fest Times at Ridgemont High before midnight, cruel intentions and stranger than fiction. Edward Scissorhands, Doctor Strangelove, and The French Connection. Romancing the Stone. Who can't forget the insider? Have some gas to Seymour Hoffman. Wrap it up with Love, Liza.
0: I like this All podcast right. energy, Joey. Thank you. All okay, right. so before we get started on the categories, um, I want to I want to quiz you guys on some stats about uh, Joey and I's uh, Fifty Five Movie Boys um i gotta pull up the list this is uh this is going to be uh questions for both joey and Oren. so i'm going to go through a couple categories um and you have to guess who the most frequent people or things are Um, things yeah you'll see um both both in terms of in this chunk of 55 movie boys and in terms of overall movie boys um meaning the last podcast episode and this podcast episode
1: okay man we're ready hit us
0: first of all who were our okay first question who were our most frequent actors both in this block of movie boys
1: and in overall movie boys all right well obviously
0: meryl meryl straight I bet. that's
1: a saga is is she do you have it separated by gender because she she could be the top actress um
0: it's not separated by gender
1: all right good it should not (laughs) be um i mean I, i is dustin hoffman number one uh
0: in terms of overall dustin hoffman is number one with eight
1: good yeah um, um okay but not for this sh- year
0: not not for this block actually uh Oren oran hit it on the head for this block uh, Meryl merrill yeah. is is in a tie for first place for this block with four look at us and dus- so oh and dus- dustin hoffman's the other one actually oh and what of that winona
1: rider so, why, you- <laughs> so we are both correct
0: you're both correct uh can you guess who the third one who was our uh, in our tie for most uh actor or actress in a movie boys block two,
1: a sequel. Yeah. Um, Like the
2: most in, oh, so that was for all time.
1: Right now
0: we're, yeah. So um, right now it's just uh, this block of movie boys. Oh, okay.
2: Um, Okay, Well, Winona Ryder is at least in two of them. So that's not enough, Mm -hmm. right?
1: I'll give you a hint, Oren, who I think it is. It is someone named Jason Lee, but not the male (laughs) Jason Lee. (laughs) it's not it's not Jennifer Jason Lee the
2: the one from atypical uh uh Jennifer Jason Lee
0: it's not okay so it's Ed Harris it's Maggie Gyllenhaal oh okay But look at us killing feminism well Maggie Gyllenhaal Maggie Gyllenhaal Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep are a three-way tie for first in terms of this block of movie boys overall Dustin Hoffman is number one can you guess the next couple well wait and what's Um, the number for them uh, we have one six and then three that are at five okay
1: all right um is johnny depp up there
0: yeah johnny depp
2: is dude. he has
1: four.
0: Oh, susan
2: sarandon
1: oh, i wish
0: he is i think three yeah oh
2: god susan sarandon that's the only part of bull durham i've seen is
1: <laughs> that's 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 like half the movie um
2: man i really should watch that susan
1: Sarandon's stepmom's co-star ed harris uh, it's not Ed Harris. Sh- should I run through them?
2: Oh, oh, uh, Jenkins. Peter Jenkins.
0: That guy's in everything.
1: Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Not Richard Jenkins. I and mean, we do okay. stand him as we'll get to later.
0: So second place is Jack Nicholson with six.
1: Um, and then oh, a th- this is
0: for all time then? Yeah, this is for all time. I said for all time.
1: Oh, let's guessing in oh. this block.
0: Okay. No, no, Whatever. no. no. We're, we're, fine. Wow. we're fine. We're fine. Let's push forward, push forward. George Clooney, I bet. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then we have Clooney, Danny DeVito, and Meryl Streep all at five.
1: Danny DeVito is very much a uh, first movie boys as opposed to yeah. a second movie boys. I uh, was he,
0: briefly sort of related to Danny DeVito. Excuse me?
2: My cousin's cousin is, I think, Rita Perlman, but I, I could be remembering wrong. It's not like me and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is my first
0: cousin's second cousin.
1: My first That's cousin that. had a baby today. All right, uh, moving on. Uh,
0: moving on, directors. Uh, who are our most frequent directors? First, we'll say just this block of movie boys.
1: Uh, this block. I mean, it's obvious who number one is it's richard link later everyone knows that correct with four then after that we only have three other
0: directors that have more than one and they all have two
2: the cohen brought no no I'm
1: not sure we did too many cones um
2: well hudsocker did they direct that one though or they did not yeah it they directed
1: there? it um
2: yeah uh, spike jones maybe
1: no yeah. did we do how many tim burtons did we do Two Tim Burton's, that's correct. Okay. Uh,
0: I'll say the other two. Alan J. Pekula for uh, Sophie's Choice and All the President's Men. And all then right. P- Paul Verhoeven for RoboCop and Basic Instinct. Uh, right. And that guy's got range. <laughs> uh, and how about overall, our top directors throughout all Movie Boys?
1: Is Oliver Stone still number one and a Linklater um, overtake him?
0: Oliver Stone is number one with five. Linklater okay. is tied for second with four, tied with... Tim Burton? James L. Brooks.
1: Oh, uh-huh. that makes sense. And then
0: we got Tim Burton next at three and then a bunch of twos. Um, all right. Uh, let's now go up to... 11. Release year. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was a good one.
0: We'll get to that later. Uh, you guys should most... be
2: watching more Christopher Guest films. That film, though, is not directed by Christopher Guest. Also, we don't by
1: like Robert it. Reiner. Spoilers. Yeah. We love Robert um, Ryan. He's, he's got to be one of our twos all time, though, because we have that and... Misery.
0: Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of twos of all
2: And fun um, fact, in coming, was it coming to America? I don't know. Oh, it was an episode of something we were watching. An episode of Psych where there was like a discount Rob Reiner as a director in it. So, you know.
1: I don't know if that fact was as fun as you thought it was.
3: <laughs>
2: it really wasn't. Okay.
1: This one it's not like her. how
2: I got a crazy fun fact about Night on Earth that Hannah discovered.
1: Okay, well, we'll, be, we'll, we'll get ready we'll for get that there. in our first category. We'll get there. Um, what was our most
0: frequent release
1: years? All time 1999.
0: Incorrect. All time. It's actually not even close. It's 2020.
1: That was my second guess, but fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, 99, we only saw five. We saw 10 2020 movies. Good for us. Okay. In just this block, any guesses? 2020.
2: I feel like you have a lot from like late 80s. I'm going to say
0: 89. It's a tie between 97 and 2002 with four each. Ah. And lastly, what was our most frequent runtime? Not our average runtime, our most frequent runtime.
1: 99 minutes.
0: One hour and 47 minutes, is that what Joey just said? That would be 107 minutes, close, but
2: no. That's like um, the most so, common movie running time, I think. So, whatever, so, uh, like two
0: hours and seven minutes?
1: No, we 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 just try to stay away from two hours if possible.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, for just this block of movie boys, it's actually a four way tie between 110, <laughs> 113, 115, and 106 with three so movies each. Um, in terms somebody's, of overall. Somebody's got a good spreadsheet going. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's actually programs that I wrote, my, uh, my computer science knowledge finally coming in handy. Ah.
2: Um,
0: and overall, our, uh, our most frequent runtime is 113 minutes. We have seen six 113 minutes. But Joe, did you know that we've seen three 130 and three 133?
1: So of shout out I know that I have that so, tattooed yeah. on my forearm.
0: Shout <laughs> out to us for watching movies that are uh, longer than two hours, because we're very hesitant to do that these days, but I feel well, like. No.
2: Tattooed on your forearm actually goes well into my night on earth fun fact.
1: So, a Coptic Christian fun fact. <laughs> no. um, anyway, so we are moving on to the categories. Move on to the award let's show. Go to the categories. What, let's go. To, people let's go to here. The categories. All right, you're all here. um Orin, do you want to read off uh, the nominees? um Well, we're uh, gonna do like one by one. All right. Our nominees for best comedy slash musical. First one is True Romance. Um, have you seen it?
2: I have not. I've seen True Lies, which is what I thought it was at first.
1: No, True Romance. Um, it is written by Quentin Tarantino but not, but not direct. He oh, sold yeah, the yeah, script this movie. so that he could get the money to direct Reservoir Dogs. And it's it's an unbelievable movie. It's... Um, I mean, the target... Dem- What's the target demo, Ezra?
0: People who love Tarantino movies. Um, people who like just like really fun and violent and uh, movies with a lot of actors who are famous or will become famous later.
1: Right. If you want to see maybe one of the like four or five most famous actors living today, um, get his big break. That's in this movie. Um, it was also in a movie we watched in the first block of movie boys. Um, like a lot of guys get their big break. A lot of guys don't necessarily get their big break. It's just, it's, um, what kind of movie? It's It's a road trip movie. It's a buddy movie. It's a love movie. Um, it's an action movie. It's everything you can want. It's really everything you want. It's all just a lot of heat checks. Is really, what it is, it's
0: a great marriage of just the writing of Tarantino with the directing of Tony Scott, which really works well together. Tarantino's
2: writing wrote doesn't romance, always work. Natural Born Killers and The Rock. We'll, we'll get to
0: Natural Born Killers,
2: so we'll, yeah, we'll get,
1: there. get to Quint Tarantino's involvement in Natural Born Killers. Not the only one with fun facts, buddy. Okay, All right, uh, but if you want to contrast the very strong plot heaviness of True Romance, <laughs> that brings it to our second nominee, Dazed and Confused. Which is just about. There's a concept um, former guest of Confucial Avi Denikoff has called Camp Academy, which is when he was a senior in high school at the Melvin J. Berman Hebrew Academy. Now just Berman, maybe even then just Berman.
2: No, I don't think yet. I think they rebranded after, like, after.
1: Um, like, they, they 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 treated school just as it was a summer camp, and that's what Days and Confuse is about. It's about these guys, their last day of junior year of high school, and these um like other guys that are in their last day of eighth grade, and then just sort of like being at a party, having at a chill time together. It is just the, quintens- the quintessence of chill. Um, it's Matthew McConaughey's first movie ever. It's where, spoilers, it's where All Right All Right All Right comes from. And like Matthew McConaughey, you can see like how he became a movie star from this movie. And it's just, it's just vibes. It's just sick vibes. Yeah, this, yeah, this
0: movie is amazing. I mean, like, I think the thing that really stands out about this movie is the music, just like nonstop. It's just, incredible songs from the 70s and um all this classic rock stuff that like I guess I didn't even realize I knew but anytime a new song came on I just started singing along because I knew pretty much every single song it opens with Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith and it closes with uh with Slow Ride so if you know those that is just a great um great uh sh- way to show how uh, this movie is bookended by just incredible music and just this like really super fun time
1: all around right it was made in the 90s but it's a period piece set in the 70s but it's just like kids hanging out drinking beers being chill yeah and it,
0: and it kind of works as like a double period piece because it's like a period piece of the 70s but now watching it now it's like a period piece of the 90s nostalgia for the 70s which is pretty cool hmm.
1: all right or this is yours this is your nominee <laughs> take it away
0: oh my god okay
2: so night on earth which joey i just watched right before this podcast um
1: we well, watched four fifths of
2: yeah i watched four fifths of i haven't watched the helsinki of it and it's basically a series of vignettes um, all centered around a taxi driver and stuff happens while the taxi driver is driving.
1: Um, right. They all take place the same hour of real time in five cities across the world. So it's like early evening in L.A. and then it's late evening in Europe.
2: It's, it's like, no, in Europe, it's like it's like 4 a.m.
1: Right. Uh, fine. Super early morning. Um, but it's the same um, hour
0: Jaramouche directed this.
1: Yeah, yes, sir. so, so
0: it, it was me and Joey's first Jaramouche, uh, we Our only to, watch-
1: to date, to
0: date, we intend to watch more of his stuff. A lot of his early stuff is on HBO max. We didn't really know much about him, but it's just this great, like hilarious, fun movie. Uh, each of these different segments is just about a taxi driver and a passenger and these shenanigans, but it's just, just like similar to Days and confused. It's all about the vibe rather than the plot. And each of these <laughs> kind of scenes has a different vibe. Um, and a lot of it is fun. Some of them are serious. You'll get to the last one. Yeah, um, all the-
2: my, my fun facts about this, this film, I was really hoping that the Italian one, it's like basically about maybe like, it felt like five, 10 minutes where he's just talking to himself. And I was really thinking that he was going to be talking to himself the entire time before he picked up the priest uh, slash bishop who wasn't a bishop and then started talking about
0: his elaborate uh
3: a it's
0: of
2: sex lies uh between a pumpkin
0: a sheep and his sister whoa
1: whoa whoa, whoa.
0: i mean he still was essentially talking to <laughs> himself yeah true the and that was guy not having but you know time. who that guy is uh, he's seat. academy award winner roberto benini he is
1: is he also from, your cousin
0: from life at, uh, that'd be great from life is beautiful
1: um so or now the four you saw rank them.
2: Yeah, Winona, 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 the Winona Ryder one with um, what's her name from uh, uh the Notebook. Oh yeah, I've not seen. Uh, it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the mom from the Notebook. I one time was home. I had T-vowed. I had planned to be homesick a week, uh, a day, intensely, and, and I and I T-vowed the Notebook to watch. <laughs>
1: In high school, you planned an advanced days to stay home from school so you could watch chick flicks. Yeah,
2: I, I was like, I want to see what this is all about.
1: <laughs> but you tifa it. You could have just watched it when you got home.
2: Oh, my God. Well, this gets back into a situation where this is when I was younger. We had free HBO, and the terminal was on, and I was very into it. And then um, I, because it was HBO at the time, and I didn't have to I wanted to continue watching the Terminal to see what would happen, and I was having such a lo- lovely time.
1: For more on the Terminal, listen to our next episode of Movie Voice. Oh, and great. for more on the Notebook, maybe. Is we'll
2: see. Is the Terminal have Stanley Tucci in it, or we don't know?
0: We're going to watch it.
2: It's good stuff. Anyways, long story short, I peed in a vitamin water bottle.
0: Nice. <laughs>
3: okay. I would but... rank
2: it so so the 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 one where where where. Not proposing where uh, you Winona can say Rider, cities
1: to eliminate spoilers.
2: Los Angeles, yeah. So, um, and we love DC Los Angeles. Okay, so, Winona Rider, cab driver, she wants to be a mechanic. Not a fan of that. <laughs> she's one. an
1: 18 year old girl who talks like a 55 year old man. That's the premise of that skit.
2: Yeah. It's just like, it was and she's weird, very self
1: actualized. Like... You got to give her props for that.
2: Yeah. I just, I felt like I was watching a play.
1: Yeah. It's definitely got play vibes.
2: Yeah. Especially like when they're like, it was just, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was okay. It was, you know, it wasn't terrible. It was all right. Um, then the New York. Oh, so that
1: is not your rank number one. That's your rank. That's your, that's your fourth that's place. Last wow. Two. Okay.
2: Um, New York was spectacular. It's a, a, Uh, Basically, a magical uh, man from Eastern Europe. I mean, from uh, Eastern Germany. It's hard
1: to call him magical when he's not. Magicians are capable of more than the typical human being. This guy's capable. Well, he's able to do the the flute thing, (laughs) but
2: okay, the flute thing. And also, he has a taxi license.
1: (laughs) But he doesn't know that you're only supposed to put one foot on the pedals.
2: but how did he get a taxi driver's <laughs> license?
1: No, it's great. And, um, I think like the top um, letterbox review is um, Rosie Perez is really good at saying, fuck you.
2: <laughs> She's so good at it. It's like absurd. And also the fact that I'm um, bad guy from Mandalorian slash um, Chevy Chase. And is Car-
0: amazing, uh, Giancarlo Gar- Esposito.
2: Um, Incredible in it. Very sweet. I loved how his that, that character's name was Yo-Yo and he thought it was hilarious that the German guy's name was Helmet.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good bet. It
2: was a good, it was a great bet.
1: So it's like number one. Like,
2: where are they in? Bro- they're like far away in Brooklyn, where they see his sister-in-law, who's Rosie Perez, who I met one time.
1: But it's not I your wish. cousin.
2: No, I wish that'd be fun. Although Rita Perlman and uh, Rosie Perez, you know, they're kind of like uh... they've
1: both been Woody Harrelson co-stars. Huh.
2: Um. um but. It was yeah. It was it was wonderful. Um, I really don't understand. I really wanted to know how that guy got a cab, how he got a driver's li- a driver's license at all. It seemed like his family was murdered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you're really uh, doing a Rashi on this. I don't know. You could see it in his eyes.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> um, the next one
0: was Paris.
2: Paris. Uh, the Paris one was 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 good. I thought that, that the the condition, Hannah looked up what that condition is. Um,
1: blindness.
2: No, no, but it's a specific <laughs> type of blindness where your Face eyes blindness. are constantly moving.
1: Okay. Are you able to do that eye thing? It's a visual podcast.
2: Not Na- nice stri- no sciastic masking? All right. No, no, nice. Si-
1: Okay, okay. We could
2: uh
0: we could keep this All right. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking a lot about Night on Earth.
2: All right. I just love this movie. Um so <laughs> that one I'd say is right above um um Renona Rider, LA Renona Rider one, because it was very it was just I was convinced that this woman actually had this condition because she was sitting it so consistently, and I thought it was just um I I just like the characters in it. I like the guy that was, uh, it was dealing with a lot of different couple directions, which was pretty good for a movie. When did that movie come out? Like the early nineties?
1: Yeah. And you've already 91. talked about, you've already talked about the Italy one. Is that your favorite?
2: Yeah. The Italy one was incredible.
1: The Italy one was really good. All right. Yeah. N- next. Um, an- another great movie. I feel like, I feel like we got real contrast. In, like the plot heaviness of true romance, the plot lackadaisicalness of days and Confused, the like how intentionally good Night on Earth is versus how accidentally good Cruel Intentions is.
0: Yeah, Cruel Intentions is, um, it's it's late 90s kind of erotic thriller uh, with Sarah Michelle Geller, Ryan Philippe, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair, like uh, um, all of these icons of the late if, 90s.
1: If you want to see Sarah Michelle Gellar's uh, pansexual criminal mastermind queen bee of a school, it's the original Mean Girls. It's uh, Mean Girls with a real dark turn. Kind of. it's,
0: it's based on dangerous liaisons I believe which is like uh, old French I believe uh, story um, and the the basic premise is that Sarah Michelle Geller is trying to get her stepbrother to like seduce this woman and if he does it
1: then she'll sleep with her stepbrother um, and, right. and this woman is Reese Witherspin
0: yeah and it's a wild movie it's it uh there's sex and intrigue and violence and people making plots against each other and twists and it's cheesy like it reminds me a lot of the show Riverdale um which maybe that's intentional in that like you can't believe what's happening is actually happening and it's kind of absurd but also incredibly entertaining.
1: All right. and which movie between Cruel Intentions and Night on Earth and more articulate um discussions on race because they both hit on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right then our final nominee for best comedy and best musicals adaptation which is technically based on a book. But
2: so I have both I have read the book.
1: Because of the movie?
2: Before. Because she I like I actually You read a
1: book about flowers for no reason other than you wanted to learn more about flowers.
2: It's not about flowers. It's it's Susan Orlean, who is a New Yorker writer, um, is very much like will write a story that you think is going to be about one thing, very much like adaptation and it's actually about something completely different. I mean the 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 book itself is pretty well described. Um, and then really once, um, really once he starts following um, Susan Orlean or Meryl Streep, that's when it stops being real
1: at all. Not that the author and Nicholas Cage have an identical twin brother that doesn't exist for either of them. That's not when it stops being real. That's
2: really the least ridiculous part of that, of the second half. Uh, could you compare it to like the, really the third act, third act?
0: So j- j- just to do like a little summary of what adaptation is, it's a book it's <laughs> written by it's written by Charlie Kaufman, who people And Donald be, Kaufman. And Donald Kaufman, uh being John Malkovich and um, May rest in peace. Um, Eternal and, Sunshine,
1: Spotless Minds.
0: Right. And most recently, I'm thinking of ending things. Uh oh, yeah. which, he also wrote an uh,
2: excellent novel called Ant Kind.
0: All right. So we'll Charlie Kaufman's done a lot of great stuff. Um but in terms of adaptation. So it's Donald uh, Kaufman the story is that my charlie favorite, kaufman, one of my
2: favorite characters in film history is donald kaufman That man, <laughs> like he's like a dog he's like he's
0: so beautiful
1: he's fairly dog-like
0: uh it's about charlie kaufman trying to adapt this book um about flowers and other things um, and struggling to making into a movie and then he kind of made that into the actual movie adaptation and created a fictional twin brother of his donald kaufman and they're both trying to write the movie together And the line between what is the movie and what is actually Charlie Kaufman in real life trying to make this movie is very much blurred. Uh, It has to be up at
1: Nadir's favorite movie of all time, right?
0: Yeah, it's incredibly meta. It's kind of genius. Nicolas Cage plays himself and his fictional twin brother. And the movie is uh, credited as being written by both characters, even though one of them is actually not a real person. (laughs) Um, But, But it's fantastic. You know what
2: else is great? The name is also a pun because it's also about Charlie Kaufman's character
0: learning how to adapt.
1: Yeah, it's not like a deep read. That's I feel like surface level.
0: Yeah, yeah, learning how to adapt a book. And it's also about adaptation of flowers. Yeah, it's great.
2: But also okay. like in dealing with his anxiety in order to talk to, uh, what's her name from, uh, from Archer?
1: But- Judy Greer. Yes. Judy Greer. Well, his anxiety—he's writing, he's adapting a book into a screenplay. He doesn't he have the self-confidence to interview the author of that book to talk about how to make it into a movie? Like, he's a real uh, non-self-confident boy. Um, okay, but Ezra, what's your? Well, Orrin, you go first. Of the like, I guess of the two you've seen, what's your winner for best comedy musical?
2: Well, there's no musicals in here unless you want to consider like—it's the, the name of the
1: category. That,
2: unless you want to consider the way that the Italian guy talks, musical. Um...
1: You gotta pick one, man. Come this on is not a simple choice.
2: but I, but I will admit that if Night on Earth was like, if I could, if I just had to pick the Italian scene,
0: then.
1: <laughs> okay, um, so as what's, what's what's your winner?
0: Uh, it's a really strong category. Um, it's maybe our strongest best comedy musical yet. Um, but for me, it's Dazed and Confused. I love that movie. Also,
2: um, I I would argue that. Um, um, Strangier Than Fiction should also be in this, although talking it about- It, man. Phones, but. it didn't,
1: didn't make it, didn't make the cut. You missed didn't the planning meeting. All right. Yeah. Um, honestly, the two you picked, Days in Confused and Confused Adaptation, are my finalists. And I'm probably gonna give the nod to, this This is Sophie's Choice. All right. Um, <laughs> we got, we'll get there. Um, well, I guess, no, they're both-
2: Sophie's much, Choice.
1: They're much, both much better than Sophie's Choice. Um, I guess if I had to watch one again right now, it and Confused, because you could literally just have that on TV 24-7 and just like enjoy the yeah. vibes, just ride the waves. Yeah,
0: but all five of these are worth checking out. As a recap, it was True Romance, days and Confused, Night on Earth, Cruel Intentions, and Adaptation.
1: And honorary mention to Wag the Dog.
0: Yeah, we'll get there later. All right, best drama. Um, so I feel like we can talk about these first two together. Do, do we want to separate them out or just talk about them as one? Are
1: we talk- of- I thought we made them one box. No, we made them one but box. It's it's how we-, we didn't.
0: Okay, so first off, we have the, the second and third installments in Richard Linklater's Before Trilogy, Before Sunset, and Before Midnight.
1: That'd be uh, real cool so, if he gets the winner for both Best Comedy and Best Drama.
0: Um, true. So Richard Linklater made these three movies, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight. All of them were released uh, nine years apart from each other, and all of them take place pretty much within the span of one day. Um,
1: and it's just less than a day, they're one. It's yeah, in real less than time. A day.
0: Um, It's essentially just a conversation between Ethan Hawke's character and Julie Delpy's character um, and their romance and ups and downs. The first movie, Before Sunrise, is about them meeting. Before Sunset is about them reconnecting or about them meeting again nine years later. Before Midnight takes place nine years after that. So Joey and I watched Before Sunrise, not together, but we watched it while texting each other, which was really difficult. (laughs) But together we watched Before Sunset and Before Midnight, and both of them are are incredible. I mean, Before Sunset pretty much takes place in real time. And it's just this very mature and interesting. Like the whole movie is just dialogue, but it's so compelling because you really care about these two characters. And Before Midnight is kind of,
1: in my it's opinion, the, be-
0: the best of three. It's heavier, but it might be the best. And yeah, um, they each
1: get incrementally heavier because I mean, they take place. Like, the first one takes place when the two characters like 20. So like they're just like in college chilling. And the next one is when they're like approaching 30. So they've they've um, been more mature, they've reached adults, 30, and they're basically our age. And then like the third one is um, when they're even like approaching middle age even. So like their, their, their life responsibilities are heavier. So each one gets incrementally heavier. I would say each one gets um, incrementally better than the yeah. last. You know what even else is
2: really weird? So uh, De- Delpy, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. So she 1st co-wrote Before Sunrise. With Richard Langley like, like later,
1: I think like it's just because so much of it you have to have there has to be improvised dialogue because I I don't, I don't know how many cuts there are I think like they're just sort of yeah. naturally talking. Uh, yeah, there
0: are very few cuts throughout the movie. It's, it's it's these long like ten minute takes of just them walking and talking. Like, I crazy. think it's
1: like a Kirby enthusiasm style script where it's probably like a five page outline like you need to hit these points and then talk about what your character would talk about in the meantime. Yeah, but she
0: also I, she
2: also wrote directed all that everything for Two Days in Paris, Two Days in New York, and. Uh, in two days in New York so a lot of time <laughs> based and
3: things. cities
2: yeah.
1: based these are also very cities yeah. based movies which but... along with another city based movie Chinatown Yeah, <laughs> which is also a water based movie Um uh, have you seen Chinatown now Orin? I have okay uh, but just to give a recap it's a very like it's very LA noir it's a black and white kind of detective movie starring Jack Nicholson is it Jack Nicholson's Big Break? No, it's or... also not in black and white. Yeah. Okay, but still noir. <laughs> it's very muted colors.
0: <laughs> nah, he'd, he'd already been around since like the late 60s.
2: It's like CPE. It's, it's, uh, and also directed by, by a pedophile.
0: Yeah, uh, shout at Robin Polanski. Yes. If you don't know what he's done, just Google it. Or, or don't Google it. And yeah, he spent a little don't... bit more than two days in Paris.
1: But uh, he is an excellent filmmaker. Even he's an excellent filmmaker.
0: He is a horrible person. Both can be true.
2: I would well. I would say that I haven't seen all of his films. I've only seen I've only seen Chinatown and um, pianist. The pianist,
1: and they're both very good movies. Yeah, uh, like he's got to uh, Rosemary's Baby is also on our list. Um, but Chinatown, it's got it's it, it. might win the award for best twist, but we can't say what that is. Um, I mean, anything else you want to say on it? It's just a.
0: Uh... It's great. I mean, we we love Jack. We feel like we love seventies movies. It's just this great like. It's iconic
1: it's very atmospheric uh, also yeah. but it's also it's on the slower side i think compared to other movies we talked bit. about yeah it's great though um but if you're into dialogue conversation then this the next movie Glen Gary, Glenn ross um it's based on a play like absolutely starts at a it cast it's got al pacino our boy ed harris my boy jack lemon um shout um, at kevin spacey <laughs> yeah I, alec, alec, kevin Spacey, alec Baldwin makes like a very iconic um brief appearance in the in the, in the beginning of the movie um always be clipping. that's where it always, comes from. yeah mm-hmm. if you seen boss baby that's where it's from
2: <laughs> i never even made the connection that boss baby's voice is alec baldwin
1: right it's probably how we got cast for 30 rock 2 just playing this kind of like executive guy uh, this uh commanding presence and i mean it's a
2: always be baby
1: it's definitely just um, showcasing these characters' personalities. It's like very clearly, you could tell that's it's based on a play. It's very like small in scope. It's just about this one office and five guys that just need to be, I don't know if the numbers five I made that up, but just um, um, need to be selling, I don't know if they're selling real estate, just to keep their career going. right? I, I went
2: to a speakeasy in the back of a Five Guys.
1: Okay. <laughs> Relevant <laughs> point, as always. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, Glenn Gary is great. Uh, we've been, we have a lot of style. We watched with Tommy love-
1: Charnoff, who didn't love it
0: yeah dialogue, feels- dialogue heavy but good
1: where does ami live These we can't scenes. disclose that's just the internet i can tell you his address
2: <laughs> don't dox him
1: and if you're into movies about guys huffing gasoline <laughs> especially <laughs> if they will later die in real life from huffing gasoline <laughs> then is love really liza you- um he died from a drug o- accidental drug overdose philip seymour hoffman um it's from 1996 which is like very early in his career it's probably his first lead role no, it Was
0: 2002, how did
1: you guys choose
0: this movie
1: it was a blind side,
0: wasn't it 2002 i thought it was 1996. It was, th- it was 2002. that's why he
1: looks so old okay
0: this is such yeah a i don't know thing. i don't know why we thought it was 96. um but yeah i think it still is philip seymour Hoffman's first lead role because he still was like just a character actor um and yeah he plays a guy who whose wife has died and he's depressed, and he spends the whole movie huffing gas. <laughs> he
1: spends and the whole movie huffing gasoline. It's,
0: it's a dark movie. It's also kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Philip Seymour often's incredible, as we talked about in the last movie, Boys. That's um, true. And Kathy Bates. Just the whole movie um, hinges on his performance, and he's great. And it's a small movie. We it was streaming on Prime Video. Um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, people should check that one out as well. And so, it's got a. I think
1: movie. all three of us dance Stephen Tobolowsky, right? True. We do love Stephen Tobolowsky. Um, oh, yeah. All mean, right, definitely. so Orin, which of these have you seen? Wait,
0: and last but not least, our best drama, final best drama nominee, is adaptation, <laughs> just because
2: adaptation.
1: Having <laughs> in two the categories is very apt. <laughs> having yeah. two categories. It very very adaptation. strong
2: feelings about um, uh, uh, dramedy, dramedies, and how they're almost always dramas, and I just kind of think it's its own thing.
1: Yeah, I would all say right. it's its own. Thing. I mean, all these definitely contain elements. I, 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 Chinatown is not comedy at all, but I think that the other five definitely have strong elements of comedy in them. Well, you not Before Midnight either. All right, um, okay. so Oren, which have you seen? seen?
2: Um, I have seen Adaptation, Chinatown, and culturally, I feel like I've seen Glengarry, Graham Ross. That's and... not how
1: watching things works. All right, so what's your winner? <laughs>
0: uh, adaptation.
1: All right, Adaptation, the first movie to, uh, to win an award in two categories. Um, as for what's your, what's your winner? Uh,
0: but the Before movies, and if I had to choose one, it's Before Midnight.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in your same boat, um, but just uh, not make a consensus, I'll do Glengarry Gunn Ross. But I mean, either way, since two of you picked a Richard Linklater, he won the best director in, uh, oh no, you didn't pick a Linklater, you passed a coffin. So I guess two people won the award for best director in both categories.
0: Shout out to Linklater. Uh, are you going to revisit Boyhood now that you uh, appreciate him more, oh. or do, do you still hate Boyhood, Joey? I've seen it twice. Both times with Richard Linklater. <laughs>
1: Nice. If Oren makes the, the pledge to watch Days Confused in the before movies, then in that case, I'll revisit Boyhood. Until then.
2: I just worry so much about the step siblings. What's their story? That's, That's what I story. told you
1: when I first watched it.
2: Oh, is you that what you mean? told me? I know yeah. somebody who also had abusive step parents who told me that they wanted to know that. So they're probably <laughs> okay.
1: By That's the better. way,
2: great takes on uh, circumcision in your last podcast.
1: Thank you. It was real nihavuhu. The, be- the
0: best Richard Linklater movie, though, is *School of Rock*.
2: Oh, I would say *School of Rock* is great, but *Slacker*. Have you guys seen *Slacker*? No. No. *Slacker* is a great movie. I was just talking about it earlier today.
1: Well, um, time, that was
2: another movie that I stayed on sick <laughs> <that I watched laughs>
3: and I But you it. haven't
1: seen his four best movies, also known as his two best movies. All right, biggest Bechdel Crusher. Um, I mean, three of our four uh, most common actors. Of this, of, of this round have been females. So we're backed out crushing on our own. Um, but our, our nominees are pretty much all movies we talked about um, Night on Earth, um, mostly because of the first scene.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the Hours, which and we could talk about. It. It's um, Nicole Kidman, um, Julianne Moore, Meryl Streep, all taking place in different generations, but in some way telling the same story. Um, I mean, it's definitely all about women. It's kind of all about lesbians, which is a uh, real. Shortcut to being a Bechdel crusher is to just have females and romantic relationships with females.
2: Starburst. Yeah. You want to watch a great movie about lesbians, Starburst. It's two old ladies that want to go to Canada to get married.
1: Is it Any Sarah family? Paulson and the uh, the mom from Two and
2: a Half <laughs> <men>? <laughs> That's a, Do you
0: know about that, Ezra?
3: Yeah, he told uh, yeah, me about I told it. Jo- I told Joey about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But anyways, the at uh, the words, we'll talk about it a little more in Shout At, but... Uh... <laughs> Sarah uh, Paulson, can you? they happy. They they seem to be very happy together. Yeah,
3: good for them. Sandra,
0: we're not. Uh, <laughs> um, it's good. It's not great. At the hours, but there's a lot of women in it, so you know it counts for biggest Bechdel crusher.
1: All right, days of confused has certain scenes that are very Bechdel passing, but I wouldn't say that's so Bechdel passing as a as a film total. Um, strange in the fiction again, like there's certain components, but like it's not Queen throughout Latifah the movie. it's Sort of. And,
2: Queen Latifah and M. Um, Thompson.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Strange Than Fiction is also a bit meta like adaptation where Will Ferrell plays a character who's kind of fictional, but also not really.
1: Right, and if he... we had a, if we had a, a category for movies where you don't know how the rules work, it's definitely up there.
2: Yeah. yeah, I actually wrote a paper about it in a class called Books on Books and Films on Films.
1: So there you go, for more on that, read Oren's college English essays. Um, Dustin and then, Hoffman's in it, which is the main reason we watched it. And then No Man Land's That's my winner for Biggest Bechdel Crusher. Um, there's two real actors in the whole movie and everyone else is playing themselves. They're just sort of civilians playing themselves. It's no, uh, Francis McDormand um, from Fargo and every Coen Brothers movie and every Coen Brothers domestic and life. And the billboards. Uh, um, recent, she,
0: recent winner of uh, the Golden Globe for best drama.
1: For this yeah. movie.
2: And I read yeah. a New Yorker article about the directors who seem like the type of people that would make this movie. They actually right. live in a van.
1: Yeah, it's just about Francis McDormand uh, she plays someone that lives in a van, and she's just living amongst people, that live in vans, vanning down in, by the river <laughs> in southwestern United States. Um, yes. And I mean, it's all just about conversations. And I think most of the characters are women. So I would say this is my winner for it.
0: Yeah, it, it's in a movie that didn't make our best drama cut, but it, well, we, we both liked it. And it's this uh, great. Right, it's she, probably going to win she, the
1: Oscar this year for best drama. So like it has that going for it.
0: It might. Uh, it, it's a good movie. It's on Hulu. People should check it out. I'm very happy um, that Borat's subsequent
2: movie film won um, the Golden Globe. I hope it wins the. I, I honestly, I hope it wins some sort of Oscar.
1: Maybe Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, he almost won best lead and supporting actor in the Golden Globes yesterday. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, best actor. Me, oh, wait, okay, for me,
0: I'm going to choose uh, The Hours. OK. Look at you. Even though I don't
1: like it. <laughs> Even though you don't like it. But you're rising above it for objectivity, which you appreciate. Yeah. Uh, best actor in a comedy. Um, not Borat in the subsequent movie film, because that's only in the well, extended Movie Boys so as
0: As we were compiling this list, we discovered we had uh, too many people in some category, So we split up the actor best actor category into comedy and drama. Right. Uh, um, okay. Okay. So first up, we got best actor category, uh, or the best actor comedy category. Uh, the first one we have is Peter Sellers in Dr. Strangelove. Um Dr. Strange Love, the fame, or, or How I Learned okay, to Stop so Worrying and love, love the Bomb. Love the Bomb, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, what about the, well, we read out all the people and we'll, we'll get into that. Um, well, just to give a, a bit of background on Strange Love, it's a, it's a classic Stanley Kubrick movie. It's black and white, it's this kind of anti war, anti nuclear war satire. Um,
1: hey, you want to, in fact, it's all about tensions between the United States and Russia during the Cold War. Um and England, yeah. I guess. And in real life, Oliver Stone went to Russia and watched this movie with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> what? And it's a documentary. I think it's on Showtime of them just watching this movie together. That's um, what we should have so done on Showtime Sellers... retry, so we should watch that. Oh well.
0: Peter Sellers plays three characters, and he plays an American, a British uh, guy, and a, I, I a think guy who's not in... well. So,
1: the, <laughs> so the someone that
0: who's Dr.
2: probably Spain a Nazi. Followed... The weird thing about Doctor Strangelove is the character is based off of John von Neumann, who is Jewish and Hungarian. But, but then
1: they made him a Nazi.
2: Yeah, well, it could be that it's also based off of von Braun, who was a Nazi and was a rocket scientist. But it seems like it's based off of von Neumann, based on like the game theory, like like the idea of how you have to like strike first. So it's just kind of weird that it's based off of this like there this like Jewish. I wouldn't say it's based. Off, he's a titular
1: character, but he has like sixty seconds of screen time as like Doctor Strangelove himself. Obviously, yeah, yeah, Peter tellers is yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, this but... is
2: also Stanley Kubrick we're talking about, though.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Next, um, this is something that's going to go on Best Blind Sides, but Charlie Chaplin. Um, I mean, speaking of Nazis, the guy that looked like Hitler and played Hitler in this movie. Um, another guy who played multiple he characters. He also in looked
2: him. like the Amazon app.
1: We really yeah. reward playing multiple characters in a movie because that's our first three nominees here. Uh, Charlie that's Chapman, true. he plays a Jew and he plays a Hitler knockoff, and this came out 1940, right? Yeah. So this is well before This is before the U.S. entered World War II. Like this is very yeah. Early. It
0: was also before people like really knew who Hitler was. Like the people knew. People knew who how, he was. No, 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 They knew who it was before people knew like just how
3: bad
1: atrocious Hitler. the Holocaust was, yes. and at this point, the Holocaust Correct. will be really. Um, but yeah, he does a great job, great job playing multiple characters, uh, diametrically opposed great. characters, obviously a Jew and Hitler. Like people, obviously, great if he was playing a Jew and Hitler as a thing, people knew that Hitler is, was not is, a fan is, of the is he Jews. Is
2: he Jewish? Is his character? I feel like his character is like Roma or something. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it.
1: In this, his character is most clearly Jewish. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Next, we have Nicolas Cage, um, not just for adaptation, also for Con Air, <laughs> which That's is almost funny. a nominee <laughs> for her best film.
2: <laughs> that. Uh, Speaking of uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, another another excellent, um, <laughs> not 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 as good uh, sibling based actor in that one, um, uh, 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 John Cusack.
1: You're a Joan fan.
0: I am a Joan fan.
1: All right, we've we've seen a good amount of Joan. Um, I guess that's more in the CQ, first. CQ, have
0: we seen more John Cusack or Joan Cusack overall? Oh.
1: Does John does John Cusack in adaptation count? As a John yes.
0: Cusack. <laughs> yes.
1: Then yes. probably John.
0: Yeah, it's John. <laughs> Seemed like four John Cusack, which I was surprised by. Um, well, we saw him you, lead a couple of yeah. Have
2: you guys seen that?
1: Of course. Not, not, uh, not as this.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Next, um, we have Jack Black in Bernie another link later who's like he's just killing it i guess he's he's the he's our most frequent director A, he's the most frequent yeah. director for a reason b um, he's just got a lot of uh, shots at the dartboard um jack black plays bernie it's based on a true story about this guy who befriends an old lady he works as not a mortician what does he work as funeral director a funeral director yeah did you see it online no <laughs> <laughs> it's a great yes, movie I, yeah i know works as an assistant I- Funeral director.
2: I almost watched this movie so many times in high school. You, you should go for that. it, man. It's a great I, movie. It's got Matthew I, I McConaughey,
1: really. Shirley McLean, who has her nice stand. More on that later. Um, and Matthew McConaughey's mom. Matthew Actually. McConaughey's real life mom, who is looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew
2: McConaughey is not a stable human being. I wonder what his mom is like.
1: She's looking good. <laughs> you like guys should watch
2: Contact, by the way.
1: It's on our list, but it's uh, it's pretty long
2: oh it's one of it's one of my favorite movies and matthew mcconaughey plays a priest in it which is so weird
1: it's also the oh. like young matthew mcconaughey right that's like coming yeah, off yeah. of days confused anyway so jack Black plays an assistant funeral director who i don't know it's hard to say if he's gay or if he has an old lady fetish it's it's really unclear It's a lot of unclear but it's a murder mystery it's what the movie eventually comes to and it's just a lot of fun and then finally um i or i know this is one of your favorite movies is it your favorite Coen brothers movie
2: This is not my favorite Coen Brothers movie, but it is one of my favorite Coen Brothers. It's the first Coen Brothers movie I ever saw.
1: Okay. It just has everything. The the Hudsucker Proxy, um, star Tim Robbins from Bull Durham.
0: (laughs) From Bull Durham, yeah. And Susan Sarandon's house. It's
1: honestly like looking at his filmography, it's weird that he did Shawshank Redemption. Like everything else is an over-the-top comedy and then just randomly Shawshank Redemption's in there. Like I guess it's like Mystic River, but. Yeah, Mystic River.
3: Um,
0: Yeah, Hudsucker Proxy is great. It's a fun Cohen Brothers, uh, kind of
1: workplace satire. If um, you're into jokes about mezzanines, <laughs> honestly,
2: there. honestly, RoboCop and Hudsucker Propsy, not that far off from someplace
0: in some ways. There is a lot of falling out of buildings. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hula um, Hoops, and RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, if you love Hula Hoops, you should watch the Hudsucker Props. The love, real
2: history of Hula Hoops is also fascinating. If you love or if you're just a
0: Cohen Brothers, or if you're just a Cohen Brothers completionist. Or a
2: circle,
1: mm, sure. If
0: you're a fan of circles, yeah. I'll know if I'll
2: never come. you know what. Uh, Stranger than fiction also has a lot of circles in it, but only in Anna Pascal's uh, bakery, not in his. You think his she? House. That's all she, squares. You think she
1: bakes cookies and stuff? That's the circle shapes. No,
2: no. But also in the background, if you look, everything is a circle.
1: What is your Roman of The
2: characters in Strange Stranger than Fiction. Oh my God! All the characters have important names, like Pascal's wager. Huh? Huh? Okay. Oh, and don't get me started on Amelie, but I guess I'm not allowed to talk about Amelie. But her name is Amelie um uh, uh
1: Dickinson. Whatever,
2: French, French for horse. Uh
1: whatever, French for horse.
2: Cheval, Chevalier. Because her okay. name means workhorse.
1: Okay. Um Best Actor <laughs> drama. We got Johnny. Okay, Duff. Are we gonna are we gonna pick, oh, yeah, our, we pick? Didn't say, oh, pick our winner? winner. Pick a winner. So you saw all these except for Bernie and the Great Dictator one?
2: Uh, no, I have seen the Great Dictator, but it was like what year is it? It was 8 years ago.
1: Okay. Um so what's your winner?
2: Honestly probably Nick Cage because in 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 So he's sweeping first, for you. Not only does he play two completely
1: different They're identical kids. twins. What do you mean completely different?
2: Well well no, come on. Their personalities are kind of the exact opposites. That's kind of the point. Except for when they when when they're singing so happy together.
1: <laughs> All right. Moving on. So Nick Cage um, is your for me.
2: But, but Nick Cage Con Air is, is a unique thing where he's very weird, Nick
0: Cage, but a good guy.
3: Con
1: Air is really the perfect movie.
0: Con Air is great. It's one of the two movies that we saw uh, in Movie Boys that could also be a Batman movie.
1: Right, and it's one of the two movies we <laughs> saw right. Movie Boys with Tommy Charnoff. Um, yeah. You know,
0: I'm going to give um, for me, Jack Black. For, yeah? Yeah. Nice. I'm going with Charlie Chaplin just because... Uh, like the physical comedy he does is perfect. Oh,
3: he's, and, he's a
1: good physical comic. Yeah, there's a yeah, reason he's like this.
0: it's incredible. Um, and then the fact that he was still Keaton able. Keaton
2: fan, if we're going on the Charlie Chaplin Buster Keaton team situation, we would know.
0: Uh, I've seen I've seen some Buster Keaton.
1: All right, um, film film but you, you haven't. College. Um,
0: yeah. but uh, yeah, Charlie Chaplin and the fact that he was able to make the transition to like the talkies, it's great. He, he's great. I heard he had it's
2: a really It's not that boy easy.
1: Boy. Uh, watch Singing in the Rain for more on that. The Great Dictator has has dialogue.
2: Fun fact about Singing in the Rain is the voice of, uh, so uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's mom, Debbie Reynolds, is in the movie, her character is the voice of the other character, but in reality, it was the other way around where that character did the singing for Debbie Reynolds pretending to do the singing for that character. Wait, (laughs) actually?
1: Yeah. That's incredible. Did did you ever stay home from school to watch uh, *Singing in the Rain? (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's it's my, fun, my favorite musical. Is that class? Fun Singing in the Rain was in the Books on Books, Films on Films class.
1: <laughs> that makes sense. All right. It's very, especially for the time, very meta movie. All right. Um, what's your winner, though, Orn?
2: Oh, uh, Cage. Or right. I right, said right,
1: right, so that. All right. Best actor in a drama. We got Johnny Depp who for Edward Scissor Hands, which is another movie at the top of the list of unanswerable questions. Um, why does he have scissors <laughs> for hands? They never address it. It's, <laughs> an-
0: it's answered in the movie. It is addressed in the movie. No, no they no, don't no. talk about it. Joey does not accept the answer.
1: There's an answer of why didn't he have hands all along? There's never an answer of why does he have the worst thing for fingers as fingers?
0: Because he started out as one of those robots that had scissors
1: for hands. There's no those as robots that have scissors for hands. All right, moving on. Um, also for Gilbert Grape and What's Eating Gilbert Grape and Donnie Brasco and Donnie Brasco, are three titular characters. So um, we also know the names of some movie characters aren't if they are titular. Um mm-hmm. But Definitely for volume. Well, I, he gets points.
2: Gilbert Grape. I watched when I was homesick, but it wasn't planned. Homesick.
3: No. <laughs> you sick?
2: I just took off whenever I felt like. Sometimes.
1: Look at you, Derek. You could have just like gone to school and walked home.
2: It was like two miles, but yeah.
1: Um, all right. Um, Jack Nicholson, little-known actor from Chinatown and Mars Attacks. Um, those are his nominees. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Love Liza. Um, Ethan Hawke and *Before Sunset*, *Before Midnight*, the guy from *Eraserhead* and *Eraserhead*, and <laughs> possibly um, the the favor for my winner right now, Jeff Goldblum in *The Fly*. Dang. <laughs> Which I don't know if you're really calling that a, as, as far as you're, you're into calling it a drama. I don't know if *The Fly* is a drama. It's definitely
2: not a I, comedy. It's, it's it is horrifying. I couldn't. I, I watched about fifteen minutes. I can't. I, I tried watching also. Um, what's the other Cronenberg movie that's terrifying? All of them, but
0: um video drum
2: no the one the one uh with the like the bug things
1: the fly yeah no, anyway whatever scanners no <laughs> whatever i don't um, know they're
2: terrifying i could not watch it so it's definitely i wouldn't call it a drama i call it horrifying and not like a horror film but like horror. it's not a horror
1: film but it's, it's body horror right isn't that what it's called oh
2: yeah yeah that's a good way to describe this movie yeah Ugh.
1: much like eraser head should we talk about eraser head well we've got the, now, it? at, at shout outs right
2: I assume it's like Edward Scissorhands (laughs) Oh, it's
1: not a shout outs.
0: It's
2: It's more school supplies based people's
0: attachment. Yeah. Okay. um, I'm going to go with Philip Seymour Hoffman for Love Lies.
1: All right. So the blind sides have really been doing you well in these. uh...
0: Yeah.
1: I'll go, um, I'm going Jeff
3: Goldblum. It's it's fun to watch Jeff Goldblum.
2: Uh, Yeah. Even though this movie was too, Naked Lunch. That's what it was, Naked Lunch. Um, mm. even though this movie was too horrifying for me to continue watching with it, I would, I will do um, uh, uh Jeff Goldblum in the fly because
1: life finds a way, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's actually the fly that's trapped in the amber or was a mosquito.
1: And if you Next want the Cliff Notes version of the fly, watch the Simpsons um, Trials of Horrors skit on it, all right, all right best actress,
2: but.
0: Best actress is just overall for comedy and drama. So shout at us for not watching enough female movies, but also shout at Hollywood for not making enough female movies.
1: But I also think. shout out us for three of our four leading actors of the block being female. We tried.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You could have, you could have easily done a comedy and drama.
1: Well, we tried to do five per category. Okay. Yeah. All right, so the nominees are France McDormand No Man Land. We talked about Sir Michelle Gallery and Cool Intentions. We talked about um, Meryl Streep and Sophie's Choice. I feel like it'd be awkward to pick anything else at this point. Um, uh, Julia Delpy in the Before movies, Jenny Slate in Obvious Child, and Susan Sarandon in Dead Man Walking. Which Dead Man Walking we could talk. Is that the, I guess Sophie we didn't talk about. Um, but whatever. That's we'll, what's we'll, we'll, we'll talking. Uh, about. It's Street. Um, uh, that's that's your whole. That's all you got to say about the, the category. We didn't talk about Obvious Child it's either. It's Street.
0: Um, well, we'll talk about Sophie's Choice more in the shout at, but. um, the the only reason the movie is any good is because of her performance. No, I it, the her movie, performance
1: in the last ten minutes.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> the movie would be garbage, and it kind of is. Um, when she makes the
1: choice, but she does even so make a choice. Frankly, I like it that
0: it's
2: Sophie's choice. You made that joke already. I don't get it. Because that's looked, her name in Polish. Yeah, uh, that's what the book was called. Or that's what the car- the real person is, or something.
1: Is there a real person? That's really that's I don't, it's I really based on a true that.
2: story. It's based off a memoir.
1: That's not fun. That's not a fun fact. I don't think. I don't think you're right. Google that. Um, No, it
2: is. It is. It was just an answer in a trivia that I that I just.
1: Google it anyway.
2: Okay. Oh, Zulfi with an F. That's why I can't get it.
1: Anyway, so Jenny Slate and Obvious Child. That's a movie about Jenny Slate um, from Big Mouth, from Parks and Rec. Um, She has unwanted pregnancy. Um, You've seen Obvious Child?
0: Yeah, I love that movie.
1: Her Her dad dad is is Richard
0: Kind. Uh, Excellent so casting.
2: Now. I've never seen such, Richard Kind in anything, but that is very good casting in any That's
1: right, reason we Richard watched it.
2: I'm being a honest.
1: loving dad. Right, Richard Kind definitely amazing. Susan Sarandon, Dead Man Walking, Dead Man Walking is a movie where um, Sean Penn, um, Tip Robbins co star Mystic River, um, is on death row, and Susan Robbins is like a nun that tries to save him, but people don't like that she's a nun spending so much time with a murderer um, slash possible rapist. Um, that's what the movies are. I mean, yeah, the answer is uh, Meryl Streep for Sylvie's Choice. This was not a but, difficult
0: uh, for, decision. But Francis McDormand is a strong choice. I guess.
1: It's uh, I don't know.
2: Okay, I, so it's not a memoir. It's a novel. But there's got to be something. I, there is something, the fact that
1: the Holocaust was horrible. Like, if you're thinking of that.
2: I mean, it was. But there was something I was reading recently or was in a trivia question where it's based off of there's a real person. With, so, we'll get back to it.
1: We, I, we don't have to. It's kind of a horrific um, i can't watch
2: i can't do holocaust movies they scare me so much okay well lucky for you it's
1: barely a holocaust movie it's mostly just a weird love triangle sex romp movie Um, i did
2: not know that i can't even think about this movie with that like
1: anyway best supporting actor in a comedy because we love splitting up our male categories. Um, Dustin Hoffman in Stranger Than the Fiction, um, Wag the Dog. And Wag the Dog is a movie, it's um, Dustin Hoffman and Robert De Niro um, and, a, and a bunch of other people. And it's the president got caught having sex with an underage um, teenage girl and he used to distract people. So he pretends to wage a war with, with Albania, right? Uh,
2: um, yeah, who, and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Belushi. <laughs>
1: right is a real like, Albanian in the movie um, he really
0: is Albanian
1: <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> it's,
0: it's this satirical movie and it's aged incredibly well because... well it's
1: not that it aged incredibly well it released incredibly well because yeah. it's about the president trying to cover up an affair with um a, with a young woman an extramarital affair and it came out like two months before Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky broke out yeah
2: like, I'd say absurd. that it was more it's closer to Clinton than, than Trump because it's like they're too good at their job they're
0: bad at their job and love the dog but they're also too good at their job and,
2: and they're the great dog they, get, they
1: get they they get the president reelected. yeah like they very succeed
0: yeah when I was saying at age I was talking about Clinton because when I watch this movie I assume like oh it's about Bill Clinton it's about Monica Lewinsky but like it was it was just coincidental it's insane right it it's
1: like weird out, that it was, it was like a cultural time. phenomenon for being a movie about such a topical thing when it came out um, and then Esther's least favorite movie of all time, maybe, um, I Heart Huckabees, which also starred Duffin Hoffman. But he was great in that movie, even if you didn't like it. We hate Huckabees. You hate <laughs> We'll get Huckabees. there later. I'm fine with Huckabees. All right, next we'll is- I, think
2: I Heart Huckabees was produced by, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sachs, who's like one of the billionaires who was like one of the PayPal, PayPal mafia people.
0: Could be. It was directed by David O. Russell, who's like a good director. So I don't know
1: he is a good director. All right. Next is Rip Torn. And apart from his first and last name being Synonyms, um, <laughs> he's in the movie Defending Your Life, which um the, the TV show, The Good Place, kind of stole the premise from this. It's Al Brooks and um, Meryl Streep. Um, and like they go to heaven, but you don't go to heaven, you're like in purgatory for a week, and then you're like you have a trial about whether you go to heaven or you get sent back to earth sort like sort of do it all over again, and you have to defend your life. And Rip Torn plays um uh, Albert Brooks's lawyer in heaven, uh, trying to get his client in, and he's very supportive. He's just a great guy. Uh, he's, uh, he's a he's very warm presence. <laughs> um, next, <laughs> Nicholas Cage. He's Rip
2: torn. By the way, his full name is Elmore Rural Torn Jr.
1: <laughs> he chose Rip torn because <laughs> <laughs> they're synonyms of each other. Next is Nicholas Cage as Donald in adaptation. <laughs> you know who I'm going to pick? <laughs> the twin brother <brother-friendly> main <laughs> character. Um, then. Well, no. Are you gonna pick Armin Bueller stahl for or Roberto? I'm not gonna to try to say that. You, you got this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I,
2: I'm probably gonna pick Roberto. Please.
0: Who are Helmet and whatever the Italian guy's name are from Night on Earth, respectively? And uh, last up is Paul Newman in the Hudsucker Proxy, who's kind of the the villain of the movie. Um, and Paul Newman is obviously one of the greatest actors ever. We also watched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which was we'll also to.
1: Edson Newman's dad. He's uh, <laughs> he he's a salad dressing magnate. Like he's, he's got a lot going on for him. Yeah, but he plays this-
0: is very
2: underrated. Like it's crazy that that's a charity. I feel like it's pretty properly rated. I feel like a lot of people now know him from-,
1: from Yeah, salad I mean, it, he was
2: most popular, uh, most handsome man in Hollywood.
1: No, I think yeah. he might be more famous for being a salad dressing than an actor at this point in time. He's
0: definitely more ri- He definitely was more rich from the salad dressing, right? No, he didn't make money off of it. It was a nonprofit.
1: Oh yeah, Doesn't I mean He oh, doesn't yeah. make money off it. All right. So recap: Dustin Hoffman, Rip Torn, Nicholas Cage, uh, Arm Mueller-Stahl, Roberta Nini, and Paul Newman. Ezra, what's your winner?
0: Uh, I love Arm Mueller-Stahl, but Roberta Nini just is just doing a monologue like just himself <laughs> for like ten minutes. And, and it, it it's takes you a... and so funny. Uh, and yeah, it, it takes you a few
1: minutes in. to buy in. You know, yeah, yeah, it, we were definitely hesitant once at first.
2: The sunglasses, you're in <laughs> yeah. once the sunglasses come off, and he sells the fact that like he might not have noticed that he was wearing sunglasses this whole time.
1: <laughs> That's true, and, like
2: you see his eyes. Because before, you're just like, Who is this guy?
1: You know, like you think it's gonna be, you think, like Okay, it has three great segments, I don't know if I'm ready to buy into the rest of the movie. Like, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant now that it's not in English anymore, but then once he gets to the confession once to take a little sunglasses it's like it's all um, yeah. unbelievable and is the he callbacks
2: too he just did it so fluid fluidly yeah I'm definitely choosing him
1: Joey yeah I think he's a sweet. dang he is an Academy Award boys.
3: winner
0: and he is a uh, and more prestigious uh, movie boys winner is Armin mueller stahl was that helmet yeah that's yeah. helmet yeah, that guy wasn't,
2: like, it was a weird character, but they was really- You called
1: him, him magical. You are just talking about how much you love him. I
2: do love him, but, like, I wouldn't- It wasn't the actor, you know? It was both.
1: How do you it know? It was the writing and the acting. How do you know? You haven't seen other people uh, portray that role? How can you I tell what was I an him? alternate
2: universe where I could do that, where I could see various people-
1: Where you could portrayed. flip them? Listen, if you flip the actors in those roles, who does a better job?
2: <laughs> I mean, Roberto Benigni would do a great job in anything. This guy's apparently the greatest actor of all time. <laughs>
1: Um, I'll also say that the reason Jim Jarmusch picked those cities is because he wanted to work with five actors and that's where the, I guess maybe six if you include Rosie Perez and that's just where the six actors lived
2: How oh, interesting
1: um, so Did
2: he want to work with the one the, with uh, the, the, the Cote d'Ivoire guy or the, 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 blind, the fake blind woman
1: I don't know You'd have to ask him <laughs> Alright <laughs> um, right. Best Supporting Actor Drama um, Al Pacino the, the guy from Son of a Woman and Dick Tracy, um, but he's also, we watched Don uh, I'm Erickson in the and dark Ralph, here, Charlie. <laughs> Have you seen Son of a Woman?
2: You're damn blind. <laughs> Too damn old.
1: Anyway, um, Al Pacino, I mean, he's obviously the guy from *Like The Godfather and Scarface. Um, and our, Ezra and I, maybe our favorite movie of the extended universe, Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, oh,
0: Dog Day Afternoon is incredible. If anybody listening has not seen Dog Day Afternoon, it's a watch crazy it movie. before you watch any movie we recommend. You don't expect it to be what it is.
1: You definitely don't expect it's, it to be what it is. It's it's a single day movie. We'll put it there. Well, we a, a category named I, I,
2: I don't understand what that category means, and I'm looking forward to hearing what that is.
1: Dog day also, when I
2: when I read a character, guys, we stand. I thought it said Gus Van Sant.
1: <laughs> we, we stand, Gus
2: stand Van Sant. I don't know who that is. Like I don't
0: a, stand him. Goodwill Hunting. He's the and, director. Uh,
2: he's directed yeah. like some more movies. Also, I think. I think I think
0: I think like Milk.
1: Okay.
2: We're talking a lot about uh, Sean Penn,
1: anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I I just had a would you rather that involved marrying Sean Penn, which I rejected for out uh, What was, what was the alternative? Gay. Um, the alternative was. I think it's like, oh, I have a wallet made out of teeth.
1: That's ivory is a very coveted resource, and if you could get it without harming animals, easy choice. Why would you not want that?
2: What the yeah. wallet made out of teeth?
1: Yeah. It's I don't know how you do. fold. Like it has to, has to have hinges, I guess.
2: Great question. No, so it has all the stuff, but it's like physical. You can see the teeth.
1: That's fine. That.
2: You got yeah. to explain it to people. And you don't know where it came from. It's just you like- got to explain your husband,
0: Sean Penn, more. To I would
2: people. not want to. Do you know what he did to Madonna? No. I don't want to know. Oh, my God. It's horrible. It's really horrible. He like beat her up, tied okay, her up. Okay
3: okay, okay.
2: okay. So shout at Sean Penn. Shout at Sean Penn. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he uh, Madonna's co star in Dick Tracy Al Pacino. Uh, we watched him in Glengarry Gunross Glen and um, Donnie Brasco. He does a great job in both. I think he does a better job in Donnie Brasco, even though Glengarry Gunross Glen is the better movie.
0: Yeah, Donnie um, Brasco is kind of like this. Uh, this he's, he's a higher up in this local mob, but, but he's also still kind of like this older guy who isn't really uh, who he, he, he's kind of like that guy who's always just like stuck in like middle management and can't really make it to the top, but like in a mafia family. And
1: he's great.
2: Right. I will say Don, um, Madonna is my favorite center fielder in, in, any fil- in any baseball film.
1: What about your doppelganger, Rosie O'Donnell?
2: <laughs> she was third baseman.
1: Good for you for knowing the lineup, Gord. Uh, like, we notice. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, all right. Then you have Jack Lemmon and Glenn and Ross. And like, for those of you who don't know, I've watched like five Jack Lemmon movies in the past two days. <laughs> <laughs> He's phenomenal.
2: <laughs> I'm not even fully sure who he is.
1: He's um old Gill from The Simpsons, is based off Jack Lemmon's character in um, Glengarry Glenn Ross. And like, very clearly, it's a one to one. Like, he is very clearly the same character.
0: Oh, he's yeah, in a he, great race. My dad's obsessed with that movie. He is probably the best part of Glengarry Glenn Gary, Glen Ross, except for maybe Alec Baldwin. Um, and which is saying a lot because it's a great cast.
2: Oh, some like it hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the guy in some like, okay. What other movies did you watch?
1: Um, the Odd Couple. And then like, Random movies, just because um, I was doing a Jack Lemmon thing.
0: What were the other ones? Well, <laughs> while you think, uh, I'll talk about the next nominee, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. It is a young, I think, eighteen-year-old or maybe seventeen-year-old DiCaprio,
1: and he's he small looks like for he, an eighteen-year-old. What? Oh, I and thought him, he
0: was
2: like a. I thought he was like thirteen in that movie.
0: Yeah, he looks like he's like twelve. Um, he plays a guy who uh, is um, mentally mm-hmm. handicapped, like, like severely
1: handicapped. mentally handicapped.
0: Severely. Um, and he, it's it's maybe my favorite performance of his, honestly. Which which I feel like is, it's it's a big take. It, it's definitely top three for me. Um,
1: That's interesting. I, he, I don't know if I'm ready to go there.
0: Yeah, I mean, like he is never in the movie. Do you doubt that he is this character? I, I feel like he, man, maybe he goes too far according to uh, Robert Downey Jr. in *Tropic yeah, I was Thunder*.
1: That. We don't <laughs> um, know. We don't do that. We could separate ourselves. But uh, then again,
0: I am Sam.
2: Home fans went home empty-handed. <laughs>
0: True. Um, but it's it's uh even just from a young age, he is just so believable and so I think you know incredible in this role.
1: All right. The other Jack Line movies I watched watch Grumpy Old Men, which is okay. It wasn't great. Um I mean, he's an old man and he's grumpy. And then I watched The Out of Towners, which is like it's a comedy, but it plays like a Safety Brothers movie. It is intense. It's about a guy from um, this isn't in the movie boys, it's just out, extracurriculars. Um, but it's this couple that's flying from Ohio to New York for a job interview and just everything that can go wrong does go wrong and it's just, it's a super intense movie um, but it's, Sounds he, like he a bro. It, it's really Walter
2: good no,
1: nah, just just Lemon, um, lucky you finally uh, you, you find out who Lemon is and now you're uh, fully fully into him, <laughs> well
2: because I know I've seen movies that he's in, I didn't realize, I didn't put The the Great Race, you should watch that next, it's 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 a very that time period type of movie, it's fun,
1: does that mean a racist and or sexist? Uh,
2: I mean, yeah, but also as a yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Next is Daniel Kaluuya. Is he really a supporting actor?
0: He just won the Golden Globes for Best Supporting Actor.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, isn't he
2: the main? Isn't he the main guy in that? Uh,
0: uh, Lakeith well, like Stanfield's the main guy.
2: Oh. Um. Uh. So who? Which one is Kaluuya? He's the.
1: He's the guy from Get Out. He's. Um, black no, no, I Panther. know who he
2: is. His actor, but the, the the one is about the. He's he's the, guy he's the black the priest,
1: kind of, priest is, and Lakeith Stanfield is Judas. He's
0: he's Fred Hampton. Danny Fred Hampton.
2: Yeah, yeah, isn't that the main character?
0: Uh, no, no. L- L- LaKeith is definitely the protagonist.
2: I haven't seen the movie. I've only listened to the podcast about the making of the movie. <laughs> we, we
0: we watched the movie. It's pretty good. Um, but and w- and although we love LaKeith, Anna Kulia is easily the best part of this movie. It sounds or, incredible. Um, where yeah, he 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 just plays this um iconic and like inspiring, but also like really intense um leader um of this chapter of the Black Panthers. Um, real real life character Fred Hampton. And just the, he, he does the impersonation so well, but still kind of integrates it into like a believable performance. Um, that just, you know, it's great. He's so good. Andy Kluwer is a great actor.
1: Yeah. Um, last is Michael Fassbender and Frank. Um, he plays a musician <laughs> who wears a, a, a great big fake head the whole movie.
2: Um, doesn't he take it off at the end?
1: What's a human uh, spoiler sensitivity? I don't believe in him. <laughs> Clearly. Um, he's got, he's definitely got some uh, mental health issues, but he's a great musician. He's Michael Fassbender. He wears a great big head the whole movie. He's a very warm, comforting uh, mentor at parts. Um, it, so I feel like
0: of... you don't often see Michael Fassbender play. I feel like I guess you could say there's
1: like a lot intense guys. There's a lot going on under the hood in that performance. Like Batman.
0: it was a very
2: heady film
1: all right calm down buddy all right Ezra, what's your winner
2: um
0: it's leah for me
1: all right i'm giving it to lemon
2: or i'm going daniel kalua even though i haven't seen the movie but i just like him as an actor a lot
0: all right bold take last uh best supporting actress uh again we only have one category for best supporting actress um not great okay First up is uh, is Emma Thompson, Stranger Than Fiction, where she's this kind of disheveled
1: creator, author.
0: Yeah, um, who's just going through a whole crisis where her character starts communicating with her.
1: And and maybe she's God, who, who knows?
0: Yeah, it's, maybe she's a metaphor for God.
1: Um, it's Dustin good. Hoffman's character likes her work, if that's you any. Uh...
0: I've written an entire,
2: I have to give an entire courses on Little Did He Know.
1: You really like this movie. Um, all right, next is Winona Ryder for *Night on Earth* and *Ever Scissor Hands. Um, then is one that Ezra really likes, Shailene Woodley, um, fiance of Aaron Rodgers. Um, she she's plays. She's
2: a very strange human being. She, she plays. All the stuff in one small suitcase.
3: Well, what? Her husband That's travels a lot for work.
2: She, she said in an yeah. interview, she like all the stuff she all the stuff she owned, She can fit in a suitcase.
1: Her husband's on the road. She might have to fit here. in
0: a, a movie. Boys, Oscar.
1: Oh, um, she <laughs> plays George Clooney's teenage daughter in *The Descendants*. It's a movie about finding the whoa, the man that your wife is cheating on you with, I guess. That's the premise.
2: Of from *Community* and that other guy.
0: It's a, it's an Alexander Payne movie who did *Election*, which we loved. Um, and yeah, she she plays this uh, um, kind of rebellious but also very caring and just you know normal. But, you a you know, realistic teenage girl.
1: Um, um, then on the opposite side of the age spectrum, Shirley MacLaine uh, in Bernie. She plays a mean old lady. Um, and then finally, this is my winner, the next one, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee in Fast Times for Ridgemont High, but mostly for Hudson, proxy, where she plays a fast-talking like, uh, kind of a character out of BoJack Horseman, just like an old-timey newspaper woman.
2: Yeah. I do like her character in that movie. Why does the name Jason... <laughs>
1: Because she's named after regular Jason Lee. <laughs> also from Bojack Horseman. All right, Ezra, what's your winner?
0: Uh, ooh, this is tough. That's I your like soliloquy,
1: she... but yeah, you have to, I feel like you have to pick her. You cornered yourself. All right, fine,
0: fine. Uh Shirley honorable mention to Shirley McLean, but yeah,
1: Shailene Woodley. All right, Oren, how many of you, uh, you, you love strange and affection? I you, okay, you,
2: guess guess who I saw uh the descendants with.
0: Um. I in agree theaters. Tamar Marshallman,
2: <laughs> that would be amazing. It just because, okay, no, it like I watched with it before I even knew her. Right, that I forgot great. when it came out. I, um, uh, not Ben Cartman, Um I saw it with Mordecai Lindfield at eleven in the morning. I know who that is. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, shout, out. Shout, shout out, to Mordecai Lindfield. Shout out.
1: No, he we like Not Mario, a good bro. roommate. He's an Orioles fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, next up is Guys We Stand. So this, this first oh, of all... I
2: saying, by the way, I, I, um, I, I'm going to go with, um, uh, I guess, Emma Thompson.
1: You love that movie. All right. I do love that movie. We got a three-way split okay. there. Okay, Guys <laughs> We Stand. This
0: is, this is in addition to all the Guys We Stand from the last episode, and we've added a lot more. Um, <laughs> okay, so first I will talk about Bill Camp just briefly. We didn't even watch any movies of his.
1: Now, Bill Camp's all this yours. Round. Don't, don't put me in your Bill yeah. Camp
0: camp um, but we watched crown heights of him last time he's this actor who he's been in a lot of hbo series like the night of he's most recently the janitor and the queen's gambit um and he's just this guy who if you look at his filmography of the past 10 years he's been in just like some of the biggest movies and like like he's been like birdman vice lincoln like uh just joker you, d- you don't realize that he just pulls in all these sometimes very small performances but he's been racking up some great great work and great oh, stuff um, and uh, and shout out to Bill Camp. Shout out. Shout out. That's what I said.
1: All right. Um, next is a guy looks like Bill Camp, John Carroll Lynch.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, if you don't know who he is, don't, you know, don't worry about it. You know, have have, the guys who stand at this, this is for us. Um, Philip Baker yeah. Hall, uh, Detective Bookman in Seinfeld, and he plays so, that character. From a lot of
0: uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movies, Philip Baker Hall.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Cindy Pollack, claim director, <laughs> uh, but he's also randomly bit actors And like Tutsi, which he directed, I guess, um, and Eyes Wide Shut which is a I movie boys
0: that- extended universe movie because we I watched it separately that-
1: Wait, what did we watch recently sydney Pollock? um was he in the firm
3: i no, no, uh, no, made the firm yeah, yeah he directed uh, the firm
1: no he's in one of the new york movies right okay i don't remember um but sydney Pollock is great all right gina davis um the guy that's in that one scene at Salmon louise and that uh, one uh, two scenes of true romance uh um, also not which is brad pitt <laughs> um Ed Harris, Conchata Farrell, who for a while was like Ezra. She's the fat major to Two an and a Half Men. man she is randomly. Uh, like Ezra and I are like our most frequent actor for most of the year.
0: There was like a week-long period, I think, where Joey had watched like, he, she'd shown up in like five of the movies Joey was watching. Conchata Farrell, she died like last year, but yeah, she's most same as for The, the Housekeeper and Two and a Half Men.
1: Oh, so she's got to be in the initial um, section. Parker Posey, um, we watched her in Kicking Screaming. We loved her in Days Confused. Confused. Um, yeah. Elliot Gould, who has an award named after him. That's how big a stan he is. Um, Phoebe Cates, who Ezra lusts for. Uh, Mary Steenburgen, whom I lust for. Jennifer Jason Lee, who just got... You know, she just got a Best Supporting Actress win, so, you know. Um, regular Jason Lee. Um Ezra loves Scoot McNary. Scoot
0: McNary. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot McNary is great. He's kind of like a Bill Camper. Also, he's just like been in a lot of big movies recently, like 12 Years a Slave and Gone Girl and Argo. Um, uh, Frank and for us he was in Frank he was like it was name. like the main band guy who's not Michael Fassbender and Frank um, and he was named Scoob McNary because as a kid he used to scoot around on his butt <laughs> that's about right
1: I love Richard Jenkins <laughs>
2: <laughs> Richard Jenkins according to the New Yorker is the most famous person from Rhode Island
1: <laughs> that's definitely yeah. not true it's well <laughs> deserved. it's well dessert Diane Weist, um, Judy Greer um Stephen Diane
2: Wiest is uh, uh, do you guys see that movie what was it called a new hands. one.
1: There's oh, new... yeah. Um, I care a lot.
2: I care a lot. That movie's crazy. That's an example of a movie where you're watching and you're like, okay, I know what this movie's going to be about. And then Richard Peter Dinklage shows up and you're like, I don't know what this movie's going to be about. I haven't about. seen
0: it yet. So so stay away from your famous spoilers.
2: <laughs> if, it's, if it's less than a year old, then I won't spoil it.
1: Um, Lawrence John Giancarlo Esposito from um, Night on Earth, and of course, Jack Lemmon.
0: <laughs> we, we love all of them. Okay. We love all of them. So, do we need to pick a favorite stand, or we stand all of them?
1: No, we stand
2: oh, all of
0: them. I love Gina Davis. Gina Davis, okay. is catcher, and the fly. Slice of life movies, um, which you know, we sometimes know what it means. It's kind of just like movies where just normal everyday stuff is happening. There isn't necessarily such a um, an overarching plot. It's just
1: uh,
2: well, Night on uh, should be on there, and it's not on that list.
1: Don't worry <laughs> about it. It's 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 gotten its mention.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, first up, we got What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Um, which we talked about before. It's like um, Johnny.
1: And the Dad. answer is most likely his mother.
0: Well, yeah, he, <laughs> a lot is eating Gilbert Grape. His dead father, his 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 extremely overweight mother, his mentally poverty. handicapped brother, poverty. poverty, poverty. Mary Steenburgen, Juliette Lewis. A lot of stuff is eating at Gilbert Grape.
1: Well, problem, no, um, Mary Steenburgen is sucking Gilbert Grape. I wouldn't say she's eating Gilbert Grape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. She's married to. And then. Next up is Radio Days, which is a Woody Allen movie. Shout at Woody Allen, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess no, it's we, haven't, it's
1: we haven't watched the documentary. We we're not equipped. Yeah.
2: I would like to watch the documentary, but I mean, like at.
0: it's it's allegedly consensual or allegedly uh made. I don't know. But, no, no, not with we, his
2: not with his daughter. His, his right. adopted daughter. It's allegedly consensual.
1: Right. I mean, allegedly, okay. they've been married for like the past thirty years. Um, kicking and screaming, <laughs> which is just about a bunch of people. Um, Wait, did we talk about Radio Days? Hanging out. Uh, Radio Days. Hey, you, it's all your stuff right it is I don't even know how to how to talk about it it's about the radio it's about people listening yeah, I mean, to the radio
0: it's it's yeah it's, it's like it's like an old-timey uh new york uh fam jewish family uh seth green's in it diane Weist is in it um larry david's kind of like a, it, but like it's pre-scient
1: so larry david's basically just an extra
0: yeah it's like an ensemble just like a series of random stories of what's going on with these people kicking and screaming
1: it's like a bunch of people that just finished college don't know to their life and they're hanging out um it's and very it's free yeah.
0: on
2: youtube
1: yeah free on youtube there you go <laughs> What are we watching on? It's, on, it's on Netflix. And keep in mind, not, this is not this
2: and it is not a Will Ferrell movie about soccer. Correct. This is not the Will
0: Ferrell kicking and screaming. This is the Noah Baumbach kicking and screaming. Or the Conchata Ferrell movie. Because I guess we love Noah Baumbach. We like Noah Baumbach.
1: We're fine with Noah. Oh, really well, like we had that, to, we had to watch Squid in the Whale. Yeah, yeah we'll
0: watch the Squid. What was
2: uh, the What was the Noah Baumbach movie that I just Marriage watched story? With, with uh, no no with the Meyerwood uh, stories. No but it did have Ben Stiller in it. It was very Francis good. Ha. No, I hate
1: Francis no, Ha. Envy.
2: No, Envy I have seen. That was a movie that I watched live on
0: TV when I was home picked from school. All right, I, I, I got nothing. But uh, yeah, Kicking and Screaming is uh, is good. Uh, Dazed and Confused we talked about. And lastly, American Graffiti, which was The George prototypical Lucas's, Dazed and Confused. Was- George Lucas's second movie. Um, it's a movie he- made in 1973. <laughs> Uh, uh, while uh, we're and, young, while we're young.
1: Okay. Um, America Reedy, it, it came out in 1973, and it's about the year 1961. It's very nostalgic for 1961, even though it only came out 12 years later. <laughs> uh, it's got young Harrison it's, Ford, young Ron Howard, and it's just a bunch of high schoolers driving around.
0: Young Richard Dreyfus.
1: Pre-Jaws. Um, All right, yeah, so what's so... your word for the most slicey of lifey? <laughs> Not our favorite. What is the most slice of lifey?
0: Ooh, it's tough. You Do your
1: favorite if you're so inclined. But I'm, already- I'm gonna
0: go. I'm gonna go with *Gilbert Grape*. Yeah, um, because as I said, there there isn't really like uh you know a, a a plot of this is what has to happen, this major conflict, this is what we need to like. It's just a series of things that's going on in this guy's life.
1: I'll go with *Radio Days* because *Gilbert Grape* does have stakes like people climb too much, um, people take baths <laughs> for too long. Like, like there are stakes. Um, Rita Days has absolutely zero stakes whatsoever throughout the movie. So that's how I call a slice of life. Yes. Uh, or, yeah. do you have any, uh,
0: any picks? Um,
2: I was going to say, what's eating Gilbert Grape, but now Joey does make a point. Well, I guess it also depends on what our slice have you only of seen Gilbert is.
1: Grape here, though. Uh,
0: Joey and I have different definitions of slice of life, so let's do Do it to whatever uh, you believe it is.
1: Um, we also have different I... definitions of Loaf of Life
2: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know
1: Is Gilbert okay. Grape the only one you've seen here?
2: I've only seen Gilbert Grape in half of American Graffiti
1: Alright, so I feel like you yeah, guys have to give it to Gilbert Grape Alright, yeah. next is The Dog Day Afternoons the Movies that take place in a 24-hour period
0: <laughs> Yeah, this. Is, this is, I feel like this is our favorite new category um, well, we we there's no way to or, like
1: rank these for the five most because like these all take place in a single day, so let's read them yeah, off.
0: So, yeah, okay. So first we have Before Sunset and Before Midnight, which we talked about. We have Dazed and Confused, which we talked about. We have One Night in Miami, which is the new movie about this fictional conversation between Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, um, Sam uh, Cooke, Jim Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown, um, and it all takes place in one night in Miami. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's going to be a big contender for. Oscars and I think was for Golden Clothes.
2: I do like Regina uh,
0: Hall. Regina King.
2: Regina King. Regina Hall, I
0: also like. Yeah, she's pretty good too. Um, Con Air, uh, which, yeah, just this uh, fun. I mean, with with the exception of, I guess, the opening like 10 minutes, it all takes place pretty much
1: within one day. Um, like all on these, flight, really.
0: Yeah, I on one flight it's, of it's these
1: criminals taking over. It's a plane yeah. transferring these super criminals like super villain level criminals like they could they could actually be batman villains and then there's nicholas cage's character who is someone who's wrongfully convicted and this is just like he was just hitching a flight home with these guys um but he's he's basically a superhero and uh, like the cons break out and nicholas cage just fighting them the whole movie and it's unbelievable it's it's an unbelievably great movie much better what's weird (laughs)
2: about that movie is it's very similar to rock but nick cage in the rock is
0: more john cusack and sean connery is nick cage yeah, Nick Cage plays the nerd in The Rock. Um, yeah. It's very but, weird. Joey almost gave Con Air five stars. Uh,
1: <laughs> Explain to me how it's not a perfect movie. All right, Glengarry, Glenn Ross, um, which is, I guess it's really two days. So it should be ineligible. Um, Rub- out, but no, but it's in a 24 hour span. We, we already had this conversation. Rebel a Cause, which is um, pretty much all in an evening.
0: It's um, one third of James yeah. Dean's entire filmography.
1: Right. Um, and it's
0: his first ever movie. Most of Robocop takes place in one day. Yeah,
2: except Maybe. for like after he's Robocop, I think. Yeah, it's all it takes a while
1: for him to become Robocop, and then he like adapts to Robocop. No, no, it definitely takes over a few days. Okay, never mind. Um, Doctor Strange Love, or um, How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, um, which, yeah, it's it's probably like four hours, um, like the the time that it, the the movie takes, not how long the movie is. Um, American Graffiti, which is all in one night, Night on Earth, which is all in a single twenty minute span. So that's my winner, um, and then. The first Rambo movie, First Blood, which is pretty much all in you know, like one dog day afternoon.
0: Well.
1: So Night on our is my can... winner because on under is all in the same 20 minute span.
0: Yeah, it's pretty strong. Uh, I like Daisy and Confused just because it, it uh it is pretty much almost exactly a 24-hour period where, where it opens uh, you know right before school and it closes like in, in the morning when the kid gets home uh, the next day. And uh, it's fun. If there were yeah, any snakes in the movie, that's a great...
1: spoiler.
2: I'm gonna go with Doctor Strange love. Or... i just i really i i really love I, I i normally i love a movie that's like all based off of miscommunication
1: that's not you what know, a dog Sound day. Health? that's not the category is the category is what's just the most of a dog day afternoon oh which well just... i
2: guess i mean it, it, the the dr strange love takes place in one day and then ends with the end of the world so that's like pretty that's a pretty eventful day
1: all right definitely not a slice of life There's no
2: more days after dr strange
1: that's a, that that's in the the very plotty movies. That's our doctrine. It's a very plotty movie. The opposite. Yeah, but we didn't life. make a category for that.
0: Okay. Biggest heat check. So kind of the the, the guy who uh who doesn't a have a
1: he has one scene. Yeah, who doesn't he doesn't have a huge
0: role movie. in the movie, but uh, but comes in and just kills it. So, oh, okay, first,
2: I get that. That should be just called the Elliot Gould Award.
0: Now the Elliot Gould Award is something else. Yeah, I don't understand.
2: <laughs> okay, we'll get to it.
0: Uh, so to first that off, yeah. first off, last my time. First off, we have everyone from True Romance,
1: um, um, True, Gary True Oldman, Romance. Brad Pitt, Christopher Walken, Dennis Hopper from Robo Without a Cause*, um, Tom Sidesmore, <laughs> James Gandolfini, and Saul Rubinek. They all just have unbelievable heat checks.
3: Like they, they all, all have, have
0: like them. just like one or two scenes and absolutely crush it. I, especially, I think I don't know, all of them really do. Gary Oldman bad plays bad guy this in *RoboCop*. Ga- Ga- Gary best.
1: Oldman.
0: Gary Oldman plays this. Uh, this. This. Uh, pimp who thinks he's black brad pitt plays the stoner
1: <laughs> um the movie pineapple Rocket. express is based off brad pitt's character and true romance
0: it's amazing they're, they're all so good um next is matthew McConaughey in days and confused um, yeah, we're
1: all right all right where that comes from like he yeah he has a place to I mean, chill he, the dude he, who might be a pedophile oh he's definitely a pedophile
0: um he, he has a decent amount of screen time in the movie but like he, he doesn't show up until halfway through and he's never really the focus of the scene he's always just kind of like there but he, but he is easily the most memorable part of that movie, and he's become iconic and become a movie star from this movie. Um, and it's just amazing how how much he does with such little material, which I feel um, like is the the epitome of respect. I guy would there.
2: add Peter Weller or Miguel Ferrer
1: to this list. Well, you're too late. From what movies? Who are they? Peter Weller is
0: the star of RoboCop. He can't be a yeah. huge chick. Um, what? what Okay, fine.
1: He's a steal. The movie, um, Vincent Price, who's um Edward Scissorhands' father in Edward Scissorhands, he's only in a little bit of the movie, but he's he's like an old man horror star, and he's a really creepy old man in Edward Scissorhands. Um, Elliot he's Gould. He's played
2: by he's played by Bill Hader in many sketches on SNL.
1: Vincent Price is, "Oh, yeah, I believe that." Um, Elliot Gould, he's um Ross and Monica's dad and friends. He's in the Ocean Eleven movies. But he's also in Kicking and Screaming. He's I'm an iconic really 70s uh, actor of all time. He used to be married to Barbara Streisand.
0: Um, he was like a cool guy in the 70s, which is funny.
1: Yeah. Like Henry Winkler.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> when Jews were cool. Uh, but yeah, he plays with um, the main character, standing and Screaming, and he kind of, um, he, he's not into condoms. Um, <laughs> Charles Durning had the mezzanine guy, like two guys that work for the board of directors in the Hudson's Proxy. They're really good. And I don't know if I agree with that. Kind of like
2: the grumpy old men from the Muppets.
1: Oh, Charles Sterling's the bad guy in the Muppet movie. Um, and then Adam Goldberg, um, in Days Confused. All right. No, Adam
2: Goldberg isn't Jewish. That's not true. It is. He has one Jewish grandparent, so he's like Nazi, like Law of Return Jewish. Like Seth Meyers.
1: He's Jewish in saving Private Ryan. All right. Yeah, Adam
2: Goldberg arguably might be one of the most Jewish actors. Like he is so Jewish, not Jewish.
1: Uh, it's Maca- hey. Um f- I'm going to give it to the the ensemble of true romance. All
0: right, fair enough. Do you have a favorite out of that ensemble?
1: Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken, probably like that exchange. It's pretty yeah. legendary. It's Already legendary got a winner. exchange. again? All move right, up, we'll move up. He's a heat check in a <laughs>
2: Okay, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Yeah, I'll go with Vincent Price
1: all right you saw where hands yeah good um he checking a drama um alec ball and glengarry Gunnar Ross right i talked about it ed 209 which is robocop sidekick and robocop um, oh yeah definitely he's a not villain, sidekick not. he's like the villain mary steenburgen and gilbert great
2: sidekick yeah that's like the, the 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 one with the guns right
0: that shoots the guy yeah. in the office
1: yeah yeah um <laughs> the kid the guy who plays sid in the wee descendants who's shayley woodley's uh, boyfriend
0: yeah he's just kind of like there in the movie but like he always just has these great zingers and he's, he's,
1: he's <laughs> like a funny. drama movie and he's just randomly a comedic character plopped into it um kumar in the movie bottle rocket which is wes anderson's first movie it's uh owen wilson's oh. first movie um he's not really good at heists that's his character and the baby from yeah. defending your life he plays a uh, baby albert brooks and he cries on cue like this baby he, he goes to the whole range of emotions it's really impressive yeah let me talk about this baby for a second
0: in defending your life it's really just like it's this one scene, he's only on screen for about 10 seconds and he's just standing in a crib watching his parents argue with each other and like crying and looking back and forth from them. And this kid's got to be like under two, like probably like one and a half. Um, and just like the look on his face is just like this like pain and anger, and like he like he knows what's happening and understands it. And like, like obviously, like that actor doesn't, doesn't really know that, but uh but it was an incredible performance that they managed to get out of this kid.
1: So is he your winner? Uh
0: no, it's Alec Baldwin. Yeah, it's Wait, Alec what Baldwin. about the brother in
2: Bottle Rocket. Who is? Or and if it's not
0: on the list, we're not talking about.
2: oh but he's so
0: good, the douchey brother.
1: Yeah, he's um. No, no, the third Wilson, Andrew Wilson.
0: Oh, Andrew Wilson. Yeah. Okay, we liked Kumar. The Bottle Rocket was was all right, but it's uh, it's kind of before Wes Anderson started his Wes Anderson style. Because
2: his name in Rushmore is is Mr. Little Jeans.
3: He's
1: a he's a Rushmore also.
2: Yeah, he's that's the fun. janitor, and his name is Mr. Little Jeans, and he sits next to Andrew Wilson, who was the gym teacher.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Bottle Rock is probably Miles' least favorite Wes Anderson movie, but it's still all right. It's um, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, being bad at heists. That's the, that's the movie, like low-stakes heists.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, shout out. I think my our... least
2: favorite is uh, the, the Life Aquatic.
1: Oh, Life Aquatic's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah that's, it is. that's probably, the other other that's this probably my second least favorite of his. We, we haven't seen Dogealing. Uh, yeah
2: that's the only
1: one, one. Uh, oh, and we haven't seen uh french, french dispatch all right um shout at are movies where we expect them to be good but they're really bad uh, first one is chasing amy which is a movie about a bisexual woman and like it's very clear that the directors and writers of this movie didn't know anything about homosexuality this came yeah. place, place in the 90s like ben, ben affleck is in love with a lesbian and turns her straight that's the premise and it's as dumb as it sounds yeah.
0: It it has not aged well. We we yeah. we were kind of excited for this because we you know we loved watched clerks. clerks and loved it, so we wanted to watch another Kevin Smith movie. This yeah. this is this was on streaming, and yeah, it's kind of this like weird like straight man fantasy about turning a gay woman straight. Um, it's it's it, well. it apparently was progressive for the time, but in in modern day, it uh, it does not look good.
1: But regular Jason <laughs> Lee has a good performance in it.
0: <laughs> regular Jason Lee has a good performance.
1: Um, Matt Damon Robert,
2: shows up. I, I get this movie confused a lot with Saving Silverman. We
1: haven't, haven't seen, it. seen it. Yeah. All right. Next is this is Spinal Tap. Um, oh Ezra my god! And I... This
2: one definitely is the answer. This is Spinal Tap was one of the most disappointing movies I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, it's a, it's like an iconic comedy movie. Like everyone's always talk about how great this movie is, and it's Rob Reiner, who Ezra and I we loved uh, Misery, we love um, Princess Bride. Well, I it's the first Princess ever Bride. movie. Do you love Princess Bride, Ezra, or do I just? It's just me. I love
0: Princess um, Bride, and I, I love
1: when Harry Met Harry when Sally. Harry Sally and Stand By Me. Um, yeah. like he
0: did Stand By Me.
1: Yeah, like he. And a few he's good just, men. Yeah, he's just he's one of the best filmmakers of all time. Like this final tap is like up there in his most um his loftiest like his most um well oh, highly revered movies, and it just sucked. Like yeah, we, yeah we it's, just, just it's wild. The end. It's it was like wild eighty minutes, that, and we couldn't wait for the end.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's wild that 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 Christopher Guest, who is just a master at mockumentary, basically invented the genre. Is in that a young movie, and in a, a pre director. Simpsons Harry Shearer, yeah, true. Harry Shearer is in almost all of Christopher
0: Dest's pre better call Saul, Michael McKean. There's no Eugene Levy.
2: Where's Eugene Levy because it's not sure. a Christopher Dest movie, it has to have a Eugene Levy in it.
1: Ezra just watched American Pie for the first time. Um, Ezra really hates We Heart Huckabees. Um, uh, I I Heart Huckabees, he calls it We Hate Huckabees. Um, is, Sophie... we, is,
0: is Mark Wahlberg a fireman in that movie,
1: yeah, yes.
0: Um, yeah it's it's this bizarre movie Jason Schwartzman I guess is the lead Um, and it's about him hiring these people who are private investigators but they also like try to fix your life and a lot of it is surreal and it doesn't make any sense and I don't know what they were going for and this movie is terrible. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right I, so... I i
0: actively i actively hated this movie. wait have you seen magnolia so because that movie's terrible that's three hours okay get back. i i saw magnolia i did not like magnolia but i liked it more than we hate happy Bees. all
1: right <laughs> next is sophie's choice like you expect sophie's choice the whole premise is that uh, meryl streep's character um she's a survivor of the holocaust and nazis made her choose like either your son or your daughter gets to survive we're gonna kill the other one um but that's not what the movie is about that's like a, like a three-minute scene within the movie. The rest of it is just, she comes to America, she has a manic-depressive boyfriend, and then this other guy, this writer from the South, who's like a 25-year-old virgin, moves in and just like falls in love with both of them. And it's just That's about, also... it all told, like there's two interesting characters. There's a manic-depressive um, Jew, um, who he, he's he's a brilliant guy dealing with a lot. There's uh, the titular character, Sophie, who has had that horrible experience in the war. So two very compelling characters. And it's just told by the most boring Milk toast character of all time from his perspective and like what he's going through and he's not going through anything interesting it's like a very disappointing movie
0: very disappointing agree with everything you said
1: yeah um the next book, is that the... was very interesting apparently you thought the book was a memoir as a novel
2: i'm reading about it though and i it 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 had a lot of impact on people understanding the holocaust in more in like the 70s late 70s
1: all right, now I'm next. Ezra, you could take away the hours since you're the one who really hated it. I thought it was fine.
0: Oh, the hours, also, it's it's this movie where there's three different timelines, and it's about the writing of the Virginia Wolf book, Mrs. Dalloway, and also one of the storylines is about Mrs. Dalloway, but also the book oh, Mrs. Exists Dalloway in her, Mrs. Dalloway read Mrs. Dalloway, but also the book exists in her universe. So like, it's like a strange than fiction thing of like what's real and what isn't, or because she also knows about the book. Miss, I, it's it's uh, yeah it's such a great cast, um, but this movie is just nothing, um, and uh, I was really disappointed by it.
1: It's got Alison Janney. Um, anyway, because of Alison Janey it had a lot of our stands. <laughs> yeah. Um, next is Richard Jenkins also, right? Yeah, I think so. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, next one. is um, Eraserhead, which so I went into the movie thinking it was a David Fincher movie like Fight Club. It turns out it's a David Lynch movie. It's another body horror movie. Or you haven't seen it uh-uh Are you familiar with david lynch or-
2: i i am familiar with david lynch it's actually somebody just signed up for at the company that i work with somebody just signed up as their name their username was david lynch and their email is the man behind winkies at gmail.com which is a I don't reference. Get that reference it is the creek have you seen um the Holland drive no not no yet. but it's on our list oh my god so there's this like like that that guy is the hot is the Uh, the hot the heat check check. oh my god mr winkies is the heat check of mahala drive
1: all right we're looking forward to it um eraser heads about this guy um who impregnates his girlfriend and their baby is not well like their baby she she gives birth to a live baby maybe after like a week of pregnancy and this kid is a deformed little muppet kind of thing and like it cries all night and like it's got like weird warts all over it like it's a really just disgusting baby and it's all about just it, it's really uncomfortable if you like being uncomfortable then you'll like this movie It might be the most it's, like, a, su-
2: it's a really I surreal like, movie i don't really like david lynch and i know that he purposely cast like horrifically ugly people
0: <laughs> for this movie like i think joey hated this because yeah as he said he thought it was a david fincher movie so he didn't know what it is going in going and i knew it was david lynch's first movie and i had not seen any of his movies but i was kind of familiar with his style um it's definitely a movie that we watched the shit out of, um, which we got rid of that category, but because you kind of had to, um, because so much is- Everything
1: uh, is so deliberate. Is,
0: everything is so deliberate, so much is surreal and everything has a, has a secret meaning behind it.
1: And right. I
3: feel
0: like we understood, we understood a good amount of it.
3: Yeah. So Moving I'm on. not shouting
0: at everything. I movie. do really like the nose,
2: the Google short story that has influences of this movie, apparently.
1: All right, good for you. Uh, next is based on a true story. Um, the movies are *Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid*, which is based on *Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid*. *All the President's Men*, um, *The Insider*, *Donnie Brasco*, *Dead Man Walking*, *Judas and the Black Messiah*, and *Bernie*. Um, what's the? How do we pick a winner? It's just which is the most based on a true story. Which is
0: the most based on a true story? I feel oh, like Bernie's, Bernie's the most. Was, yeah, it...
1: Bernie's definitely the most based on a true story. Because it had a lot of uh, back people.
0: Effect, no, but but like it was in, intercut with interviews with. Real people who were involved with the real story.
1: All right, and then the next one is a fun one. Um, best blindside. So Ezra and I, we like to not tell each other what movie we're gonna pick, and ideally, it's a movie what the other one never heard of, um, and we just blindside each other, and we hope. Yeah, that it's, it's something good. we. Something we we, got really we also we try doing. to we try to blindside ourselves too and like go into the movie knowing as little about it as possible.
2: Yeah, that's what I did with uh, uh, Night on Earth, and excellent. That was a, that definitely wins that for because I had no idea, I knew nothing about the movie. Joey just said watch the movie, there's vignettes, and I'm like, all right, very happy.
1: I, I drew you in by saying you only need to watch the first couple of them, but I, like I, I knew I knew what would happen. Um, yeah, anyways, so. <laughs>
0: All of these are movies that we've discussed so far, Wag the Dog, which Joey blindsided me, The Great Dictator, Radio Days, Defending Your Life. Honestly, all of these, Frank, all these you blindsided me, and then The, the Descendants, I blindsided you. Frank, Frank you I blindsided myself Black. when I watched that.
2: I thought it was gonna be Robot and Frank, and then I watched it and I was like, this is oh, I've it. seen Robot and Frank,
0: Susan Sarandon in it. Nice. Um, uh for me it's wag the dog
1: yeah i think it's for, first all, <laughs> for me also
0: first of all it was our first blindside ever um it was the first time kind of we started that trend yeah. i probably enjoyed it the most out of all of these movies and i had never heard of it so my former had Dustin roommate the nero it was great
2: my former roommate Pearson Alex Dunn. hamilton blindsided us with wag the dog which we watched on tisha Bop one year and he had the dvd of it
3: <laughs> so it's the winner it. for you too yeah i'm
1: glad but that you Frank got it also was a very
2: blindside movie
1: <laughs> because it's not a real pun, frank all right best mm-hmm. ensemble in a comedy um we've talked about no no dang we still need to introduce new movies uh, all right <laughs> um true romance we talked about dates confused we talked about i art how to talk about the other best ensembles natural born well, we killer. should talk about
0: oh my god
2: well, we should mention so, who, so many
0: freaking categories left
1: <laughs> we should mention
0: very... who we should mention who's in the cast though uh true romance has got uh christian we slater, send them all in
1: christian heat Check.
0: christian slater patricia arquette and everyone in that heat check category
1: um natural born killers Woody harrelson juliette lewis I, I don't think this is really a best ensemble kind of movie
0: wait did we not shout at natural born killers
1: surprisingly not i thought that was going to be there um natural yeah. born killers was written by quentin tarantino directed by oliver stone but oliver stone changed so much of the movie that quentin tarantino disavowed it so even he is shouted at that like, it's told, like, bizarre when you uh, look it's, at it's... the
2: poster you're like is this american history
0: acts and then you're like no it's not it is yeah. not um Joey and I have discovered that Oliver Stone seems to have peaked in like the late 80s, early 90s because um, everything after that is weird. And he loves, like if you've seen Any Given Sunday and you know like all, like all that weird quick cutting he does and people's faces- um, like, I don't like um, Oliver Stone. Put, put up against the sky and-
1: like, watch talk radio.
0: There's a whole scene where he cuts between Ben-Hur, the movie Ben-Hur and a conversation between Jamie Foxx and Al Pacino in Any Given Sunday. So, and it's like just back and forth and it's bizarre. So all of that is natural born killers of just this like, <laughs> strange cutting between like the media and tv and what's going on in the movie and it's it's fascinating and it's definitely trying to say something but it's it's not good
1: all right days confused we talked about that I mean ensemble a good amount um well, I don't know if we talked about ensembles, it's just kids hanging out um the only real like superstars from it are Ben Affleck and Matthew McConaughey um like they weren't superstars yet I'm Parker Posey um
0: Renee Zellweger in an uncredited role
1: Right, um, but it it's just everyone plays their role incredibly well. Iron Huckabee is this everyone plays their role well. We just didn't like the movie. And Mars Attacks. Yeah, Attack, Jason
0: Schwartzman, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Dustin Hoffman. and that. Yeah, Mars Attacks has got Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, Natalie Portman, Danny DeVito, Pierce Brosnan, Sarah Jessica Parker, Jack Black, Michael J. Fox, Jack Black.
1: Yeah. Um, it's like a weird movie about Mars invading Earth, and Jack Nicholson's the president, and he's a casino owner. Um, and best ensemble. It's it's easily true romance. Not even close
0: if you go that i'll go with mars attacks
1: dang all right best of time the drama uh okay moving on best of time the drama we have to get through to these guys <laughs> um the hours which talk about: greg ross it's the winner we already talked about Wesley and gilbert grape school ties It's brendan fraser he plays a jew but he can't let his <laughs> schoolmates know he's a jew um matt damon ben affleck are in that too um
2: brendan Fraser seems like a lovely person there was a great new yorker new yorker profile about him he just like owns a ranch and is trying to do his best to be happy
1: that's good eh? he's definitely likable in this movie like we're we're, we're definitely um, um definitely wishing the best for him and then cruel attentions you know it's nominated for best drama comedy it, it's it's in the ensemble category for best drama um reese witherspoon um michelle Sarah michelle michelle all right winners Glengarry gary Gunn, ross right
0: Uh, For me, even though I hate this movie, it's The Hours because it's got Julianne Moore, Meryl Streep. But the performances uh,
1: are just like the name recognition.
0: Just the name recognition.
1: Well, what's your favorite ensemble?
0: A favorite ensemble is probably Glenn Gary. Okay. But The Hours and Jeff Daniels is in it, uh, Margot Martindale, character actress. Love Margot Um, Martindale. Claire Danes. Who's the one okay. that isn't Margot
2: Martindale, who's in uh the Leftovers, like And Dowd, yeah. I cannot tell the difference between the two. of those people. Yeah, there's a whole
0: article about. There's a whole interview with just the two of them, and they talk about how they
1: get confused.
2: That's funny. And uh, and the same thing with the wife from The Leftovers and um, Willem Dafoe.
1: The oh, wife from The Leftovers, and Willem Dafoe.
0: Wait,
2: yeah.
0: Carrie Coon. Oh no, the other one. Does she? The
2: the the one that, that that's uh that's um. Uh, uh,
0: judging
1: husband, Amy Thoreau's wife. Yeah. He looks okay, exa-
2: you Google her. Google her and tell me that doesn't look exactly like Willem Dafoe. Well look up well, the
1: we'll sister do. in Gilbert Grape and tell me it doesn't look like Michael Keaton. Um okay. anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, best breakout. Matthew McConnell Days Confused is the winner. Um, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck in school ties and Days of Confused and Chasing Amy. Brandon Fraser in school ties. Oh, I guess James Dean's the winner for a without a cause. Um Sean Penn for fast times for Richmond High, which we did not talk about. Uh,
0: another high school movie. Yeah, another um, high
1: school um, romp. Jennifer
0: Jason Leigh is in it. Uh, he plays Spicoli. He's a pretty iconic character.
1: Um, Leonardo DiCaprio in What's in Gilbert Grape. James Gandolfini in True Romance, which sort of like creates a character from The Sopranos. Harrison Ford in American Graffiti. Um, he plays like a cool a cool guy, which he does for the rest of his career. Um, Richard Dreyfus in American Graffiti. And Jennifer Jason Lee in Fast Nights 1 High. So, what's your winner, Ezra? Uh,
0: McConaughey.
1: Um, I'll give it to James Dean. Look. Okay. Okay, best villain in a movie. Uh, Christopher Walken and Gary Oldman in True Romance, um, Cyrus the Virus, John Malkovich in uh, Con Air, Con Air. Um, Kurt Witt-Smith, um, who's the dad of that Sony show, in Robocop, uh, Matt Damon in School Ties, Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct, spoilers, um, the bullies in Rebel Without a Cause, who just really hate that rebel
3: <laughs>
0: for no They're cause. They're so violent.
1: <laughs> they're, they're just like staffing each other for no reason.
0: They're so murdery. Yeah, they should
2: really be called. It really is the people that are that are giving cause to the
0: rebel in that film.
1: Um, and the cops in the first Rambo movie, First Blood.
0: Slash Vietnam, because that kind of- It's not Vietnam, situation. it's the cops. The whole movie is about like uh, America's terrible treatment of uh, veterans after Vietnam. I think you're right.
2: thinking way What's too your... much
0: about that movie. No, it, have you seen First Blood? I've seen
2: uh, the third one, the one that they filmed in Israel. is <laughs> so the third one? The first one, movie like, Young
0: Rambo. Have you seen Young Rambo? That movie's terrible. No, the movie much. that spawns an action franchise, like it's surprisingly good and nuanced and like small Dramatic.
1: and like it, It's very ironic that it, like it all takes think, place in one forest.
0: Yeah, it's very ironic that it spawned this crazy over the top action franchise because the movie itself is very anti-war and anti-violence. Like that's the whole message. <laughs> all
1: right, best villain. What's your winner, Ezra?
0: It's Cyrus the virus. John Malkovich is amazing, and he's such a good
1: villain. Um, all right, I'll go to Christopher Walken in True Romance. Nice. Lauren, you have a winner.
2: Um, uh, I, I like John Malkovich in anything, but I haven't seen that movie, so
1: you haven't seen Con Air.
2: Oh, no, I have seen Con Air. Sorry, John Malkovich and Con Air. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, the best buddies. These are the the guys are just the best friends throughout the movie. Um, Butch and Sundance and Butch Cassidy and Sundance Good. Uh, ben Affleck, a regular. Jason Lee and Chasing Amy. Um, they're like, it gets a little. What about ex- how is
2: Esposito, Esposito and um, and helmet not and on? Helmet. Yet.
0: Oh, it's a good call. Um, uh, Woodward, okay. Woodward and Bernstein, which was um, Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford playing uh, all the Woodward. presidents men and all the presidents men. The Clocally guys who investigated We liked all the presidents men. We we didn't talk about that, but we liked all the presidents men. A good DC movie, a good uh, um, you know investigative journalist movie. We also. We didn't love, but enjoyed Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid.
1: Yeah, we didn't like it's it. It's just at so
0: long. It, it's slow. It hasn't aged super well. There, there's a lot of movies from the late 60s and 70s that like have aged perfectly, but Butch Cassidy, I feel like, is uh, feels like it's from a different time.
1: Um, Al Pacino and Johnny Depp in um, Donnie Resco. uh Jennifer Jason Leigh and Phoebe Cates in Fast Times Ridge One High. Um, Owen and Luke Wilson's characters in Bottle Rocket. And um, Jack Black and Shirley MacLaine's characters in Bernie.
2: I, okay, now I get what that means. <laughs> you just wrote Bernie and <laughs> Jerry Mac.
1: Who's yours, Joey? Um, the best buddies, the guys who are just, um, who are you, whom we are most envious of their friendship, honestly, Al Pacino and Johnny Depp and Donnie Rasko, which Dang. is a twist considering it's kind of like an undercover sting.
0: I feel like a lot of these guys have like a lot of tension, also. Like, like there's none who are just like total like love between them.
2: Yeah, um, it's nothing can compare with Helmet and. Uh, <laughs> yo, I mean, yo yo,
3: yeah. I'm
0: gonna go with Woodward and Bernstein because like they, they work so well together. I feel I feel like they perfectly complement each other and just they're just able to get to the bottom of the story so well. What, um, what happened to Bernstein? People don't talk
2: about him as much. What
1: do you mean? He just came out with. Oh, oh no, Woodward, that was yeah, Woodward. Yeah. yeah, is Bernstein alive? I
2: don't know.
1: I'll Carl go. Bernstein. All right, people who are not well, movies we watch for the where there's a character who is just not doing well. Um, Jeff Goldblum in the fly, who turns into a half fly, half man. Um, <laughs> films him, we're hopping to love Liza, who's just huffing gas the whole movie. <laughs> the mom for Gilbert Grape, who they actually found a 600 pound actress, like she is very large. Um, oh my and, God. And the baby from Eraserhead, um, who is just a disgusting baby.
0: The baby from Eraserhead is easily the winner. The baby from Eraserhead is not a well living thing. It's, we're not even sure if it's living, it's, it's a monster.
1: All right, um, real quick, let's just go to the Larry David Award, just actors that have been 50 for a million years. Alan Arkin. I love Alan, Alan Arkin.
2: Ross. Love uh, that guy.
1: Gene Hackman and Everything He's Ever Been In. Oh, well, We saw him in um, French, French Connection. Connection. Is that Which it? Which is pretty good. Um, Emma Thompson in Strange and Fiction. She's been 50 for a long time. Susan Sarandon is probably the winner. Um, oh my God. she room. is, <laughs>
2: it's amazing. First off, do you know she owns like a, 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 I don't know if they're still in business, but a bunch of ping pong bars.
1: I don't know what a ping pong bar is, but she sure. She
2: owns a chain of, Ping pong, like club bars. So hope they're, they're
1: doing well during the pandemic. It's a socially distant sport, I guess. Um,
2: but Susan Stranzen, uh, she,
0: she, she, she doesn't age.
1: But she started like, out, even in like um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. She's like fifty. Like yeah, this, cat,
0: this category isn't like Paul Rudd's or Keanu Reeves, where like they've always seemed young. This is guys who like always they like started out middle aged or old, and like they've always just been like, uh, like Larry David, and, and Larry David Horror has Picture always show, she's 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 young. Larry David has always looked sixty-five years old. Like for the past. Woody Harrelson
2: years. is that Woody Harrelson? Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Woody <laughs>
0: Harrelson has always been that age. I mean, it, um, it helps. It Harrel. helps when they're bald. It helps when they're bald. Yeah, or gray even hair. a white man can't jump.
1: He's uh, Phil Seymour Hoffman. I thought Love Lives came out in ninety-six. He, I don't know if he's still in this category now. I know it came out in two thousands. And Ed Harris. Ed Harris might be the winner. And Alan Arkin. What about Richard Jenkins? Richard yeah, good buddies. So buddies
0: Richard Jenkins not on here.
1: Richard Jenkins another strong cat- oh. candidate.
0: I'm gonna go Gene Hackman because like. French Connection is the early 70s, and like he's already balding then, and I feel like he looks pretty similar to how he does in Unforgiven, which is over 20 years later.
1: I'm gonna get to Susan Sarandon, but it's, she is always looking good.
0: Is Ed Harris uh, the 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 bad
2: guy in uh, Westworld? In, uh, it, yeah, Westworld, and also the same movie, um, uh, Truman Show. Yeah, Christoph. All
1: right, this is the Denny Award from the movie The Room, um, for really creepy third wheels in a relationship. The nominees. <laughs> The nominees are the main character in Sophie's Choice, and um, Salmanaya's character in Rebel Without a Cause.
2: Yeah. Well it's, I'd it's argue I put Dustin Hoffman's Gasoline in there because he, Lisa is tearing him apart.
1: Right. It's yeah, uh, double tear me apart gets to two mentions in this category.
0: True. Um, it's it's Sophie's Choice guy.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a Sophie's Choice guy. All right wrapping up our last category the elliot gould there goes the budget award we watch a lot of indie films and they spend like they have a budget that's like two million dollars to spend a million of those dollars on just getting one actor to do a cameo and the nominees are james Kahn from godfather and bottle rocket elliot gould in kicking and screaming kathy bates and love liza um color cameras because <laughs> clerks was all black and white um, chasing him in a $250,000 budget. And even though, like, Ben Affleck, Jason Lee, Matt Damon are all in it, like, it's still at a quarter million dollar budget. Like, uh, Damon, I don't think actor. has a line in the movie. He Why is David Pooches?
0: Cross
2: right. on this? Like, he's not the, the most famous person in that movie. Do you get obvious a lot of
1: money?
0: I guess Richard Kind
1: would. <laughs> no, David Cross a bigger get than Richard Kind, I think, in terms of like, and like his role, I feel like, is very much in line with like um, James Conner, like, Gould's kind of role.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's either James Conn or Elliot Gould. I'll go James Conn.
1: I'll go Elliot Gould. I'll do
0: James Conn. And Conner. lastly, we'll go with In Memoriam people who were in movies that we've watched in movie boys that have died since. Uh, we're, uh, Cloris Leachman. Um, which casting Sundance Kid? Which we actually talked about last episode when I asked if she was still alive, and you said yes. And now she's <laughs> not alive. Which casting Sundance it. Kid from Spanglish, and of course from Malcolm in the Middle. Christopher Plummer, um, who's most famous for Sound of Music. He was recently in Knives Out, and for us, he was in The Insider. Hal Holbrook, who was deep throat in All the President's Men. He was also in Wall Street. He's been in a lot of stuff over the decades. Uh, Jessica Campbell, who was um, one of the main characters in election, she hasn't really been in much since then, but she died recently as well. And Conchata Farrell, who died last year, but we'll throw her in there anyways. Um, Any picks for uh, who will be in next uh, next in a morning? um for for me i'm saying it's probably like like, if i had to pick one i'd say probably gene hackman because like he's in his 90s and he hasn't really been in the public eye in like 15 years Jack Jack Nicholson's like yeah he's younger but i guess he's also like fatter and like doesn't look healthy
1: uh robert redford
0: yeah robert redford i hope he he
2: still looks great he's still like working i mean he he doesn't look good he looks like he looks like he's made out of like a like an old baseball mitt
1: well he's a natural
0: Maybe Shirley <laughs> McLean. We'll see. We'll
1: see what happens. But we're wishing them all a long and fruitful long life. All yeah, right. Anything yes. else you guys want to say before we wrap up?
0: Uh, we're sorry this went so long, but uh, we're, we're I, I predict cut. nobody will cut. listen to this. People listened last time. So thank you really? for listening last time.
2: <laughs> last thank you for listening
0: to. this time. This is probably about two hours.
2: I'm just excited to hear the song. That's really what I'm in it for. All
0: right. Later, all right, guys. Film. Keep watching those movies.